3: Hey, what you say is true. The Shaolin and the Wu Tang could be dangerous.
0: Your mother sucks, big fucking elephant dicks. You got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, super
2: fly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props. Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face.
1: Hey there, podcast fans. Sean Moriarty here. The uh, third wheel in the docking-filled podcast bromance between Mr. Bobbeth Van Noyes and Aaron Antonio Ebrenderes who are both absent this evening. Uh, we had to reschedule our podcast recording because Bobby got really sick and he also got pretty butt hurt about the movie that we chose, which was Freddy Got Fingered because he hates Tom Green with The Fire of a Thousand Dragons and Aaron and I kind of think that movie's uh, pretty funny and we understand the cult following for it. Uh, but we didn't want to leave you with nothing this week. So what we have for you is a lost episode. Uh, the Whiskey Reel used to be an offshoot of another podcast called Unreal to Real. Uh, which is recorded by our friends Hans Hollenbeck and uh, Diego Del Fresco. So this is an episode that never made it onto that feed and never made it onto the new rebranded feed for two reasons. One, the only version of it that we had left was some compressed audio that doesn't sound so great. So apologies in advance for that, but I tweaked it a little bit so it's more listenable. Number two was, Hans ended up not being able to be uh, one of the co-hosts. And it had been a couple months in between when we had recorded My Last Guest Spot and when we started this new version of the podcast. So we decided it was best to just start off fresh with the three hosts that you know today. So enjoy this restored episode, once thought lost to history uh, from a year ago, featuring Hans Christian Hollenbeck as we watch Ice Cube's side-splitting hood epic Friday.
2: I've seen that little dude. short fat motherfucker. Dude, think I'm gonna be intimidated by Ice Cube? Dude, my boys hit him up and he sped away, dude. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. back in the day. No way, like, dude. This is this all takes place in my, my backyard. This, this beating up
0: Devo shit? This is movie yeah. magic, man. I'll whip Ice Cube's I ass. <laughs> ass. <laughs> it's
1: the Whiskey Reel, kids. Welcome. Welcome. You have you have joined on the sensational journey that is the Whiskey Reel. We're uh, just now plugging in a little movie called Friday. Um, we're four white guys gonna just <laughs> dive into this movie, yep. and uh, and like what? like any good four white guys, we are going to try our best to talk about and propagate black culture. Absolutely, yep. We co-opt we black co-opt culture? black culture. I think I tried to use too many words. I went Jesse Jackson. No offense. It, absolutely. That beautiful voice you just heard right there belongs to Sean Mo Sean Moriarty. It's Moore, no, beautiful. It's gorgeous. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it's Tom. it's a phenomenal dulcet
0: tones. Of Sean Moriarty. The dosing tones of Sean Moriarty. Exactly. They're going to be joining us this week on the Whiskey Reel.
1: As we uh, explain our own version of what black culture means to us. And by the way, this is my only exposure to black culture. So it probably (laughs) explains a lot
0: about my... uh,
1: (laughs) No, I had a black friend in high school, and, uh, the, and that, he you showed me Friday. You <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, now I can say whatever so, I want. You've earned the right to sing
0: along to every Kanye song, and, <laughs> regardless of lyric.
3: <laughs> I'm the best
1: ever.
2: <laughs> Kanye Lyrical gave up genius. black card a minute ago. Yeah. Dude. Well, did he yeah. ever have a black card? Yeah, he had a beautiful... But dude, mm-hmm. back in the day, Kanye did recordings with, like... Um, consequence and Q-Tip mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. the, there's like yeah, older so. there's older Kanye stuff that is as legit as any stuff that was yep. put out at the time and that's what makes it so heartbreaking for people who love hip hop because he went from that to you know he's a he's an adjunct Kardashian.
1: <laughs> he's not even uh, one of the, the best Kardashians.
2: He's I Kardashian adjacent. No, he was he an is an Kardashian adjacent. He too. was an annexed by her ass.
1: Yeah, because I saw Kanye at Coachella, and t- I know I sound like a douchebag when I say that. I hate saying that I ever went there, but I went there and saw him, and he was wonderful. This was around the same time that uh, he was on Dave Chappelle's Block Party. Yeah, this was like the real oh, Kanye yeah. days. The, the Jesus Walks Through the Otts, yes. Yeah. I don't remember very much of that. I was in my early 20s and on a lot of drugs.
0: I saw him actually in a very similar circumstances at the Sasquatch Festival mm. in the Gorge at George. Nice. So, yeah, he was sandwiched between, like, Wilco and Modest Mouse and the Pixies. That makes and sense. Arcade Fire and all these, that Makes you know, sense. kind of, couldn't
1: be whiter. Yeah. <laughs> and and now, he's doing, now he's doing bluegrass, I think. And
0: I'm not going to lie to you, a lot of that crowd
1: was super fucking confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to today's lineup is Sleater Kinney, the Hot, Hot Heat, yeah. and Kanye West. Okay, yeah. It
0: was a I don't know who booked that, but actually it was great. It was it was a great show. I, Dude, I, I had he's a great in, he's,
2: time. when he, when he completes a performance, he does a pretty decent job. He, he actually closed it with like 20 25
0: minutes of doing Motown Classics, which I ah. got into like I was high as a kite by that time, so I mean I was spinning and dancing and sort of doing a white boy indie rock <laughs> shuffle to now, some Kanye
1: <laughs> what was the what was the percentage of white people in the crowd at a con at that Kanye concert? Was
0: it? Oh, at that? Oh, exactly. no. The, the, there was no percentage. It was, <laughs> it was All of it was all, white. All white. Yeah.
2: So what you're saying, it's the same percentage as it is now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two no, shit. Yeah, yeah, nice, basically. Yeah, exactly. This
1: reminds me of one concert I won. I used to call into radio stations to be caller number 10 and win shit that I didn't even know what I was winning. Went to a concert that was – Eminem was a headliner, but then – let's start from the beginning. It was The Executioners, okay. then Exhibit, then Ludacris – Then Papa Roach, whoa, then Eminem. So the whole first three acts, I'm sitting here, I'm like, I cannot wait to see what happens when, like, half this crowd doesn't
2: understand Probably. mosh pit ethics. Yeah. Well, dude. <laughs> it was pretty were, interesting. They were barely fucking, boy, they they were just a blip, man. That Papa Roach mm-hmm. fucking
0: phase. Is there a hip-hop group out there that has, like, a mosh pit culture to them? Yeah, absolutely. In yeah. clown
2: posse, son.
0: I mean, well, uh, yeah wow. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, <too> shade, but
2: <laughs> No, enough with the hoodie-hoo. And yeah, uh, no, there's, there's 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 definitely there's definitely a lot of hip no the a lot of the harder hip hop guys definitely woo, woo had
0: pits. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, you know I've what I mean? Like
2: Wu had pits. A lot of the newer dudes, they all have them. Like all the Migos kids, all the Aesop kids. Either the, yeah. not Aesop, not the real Aesop. You know, ASOP We're talking Aesop for you know, Yeah, yeah, Aesop. yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. The fake ones. Not not Mr. Ace Rock. The fake dudes. sops. Yeah, the, the fake the sops. The fake sops. This but is the no, best part of this movie. That's because half of those half of those dudes are all most of the if you go to look at a concert, most of those dudes are all white anyway. So they, oh. they're gonna bring that culture in. Right. Black, black kids don't want to swirl around in a pit. I mean
0: there was always those sort of uh, mishmash uh, you know collaborations and anthrax. The anthrax and, and, you know, and public and enemy yeah, yeah.
1: biohazard. Um, like there was a lot of those Aerosmith and I was on about DMC. to say yeah, no, that's what oh, I was looking for. Classic. Was that the first? That might have been one of the first. I think no. Well, when they did Walk This Way, Blond- that was yeah. Blondie. Blondie was the first oh, one to yeah, yeah. just like straight up rap in the mainstream. That's right. Which was completely like hi, every, everybody, every all the rappers were like, yeah, we've been doing this for like ten years. We're what doing are you this
2: just- for a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I mean that was back in like Basquiat days and those. Yeah, days. yeah, back that was in New York, you were you were able to do that without any repercussions back in those days in that place. Any other place right. you would have done that, it would have been a nightmare. But And wasn't anymore, Fab Five
0: Freddy kind of a progenitor of a lot of that stuff? He, he was, was like he the, was
2: actually like a promoter. Yeah. He was a graphic. He, like, he was one of the big guys to help Basquiat like, get him sure. on the scene. He was big into graffiti, big into the hip-hop scene at a very, very early. And it's funny. Fab Five never really kind of did anything. Never did anything. Mm. He was just kind of the Ryan Seacrest of the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> really? Wow, that's actually that's
0: a very apt comparison. Because he did, he would just show up on MTV and talk about shit. But what the hell did Yo, MTV produce? He yeah. just
2: had the cachet. He knew all those guys personally. He knew Cool Herc, right. you know. He knew those guys. Like it wasn't just he was reporting. So we know? could
0: say that he took a Blondie shout out and just turned it into and killed it. Just twenty years of a career.
2: Sugar Hill Game came out just before that. Right, but yeah. right. that's what really like that's what took it into the stratosphere. Huh. And see, that's where I.
1: I like hip-hop, but there's so many hip-hop facts that have basically plagiarized, you know, like, their hit song is riding someone else's coattails, basically. And well, I don't I don't agree with that as an But well, you get form. some people that would argue that sampling mm-hmm. in the very beginning, the way they did that was also robbing, but I mean, sampling different genres of music to create something completely new and then literally just rapping new lyrics with a harder bass line and a harder drum beat over an exact hip hop song that was popular in the 80s or the 90s Right, right. that's, that's co- bullshit yeah. Yeah. yeah that's exactly like P. Diddy when he came out with like all these you know it's obviously he's just ripping ripping them oh yeah well, but he P. was like
0: just, just ripping out, like Led Zeppelin but, riffs and yeah, all that kind of weird shit that he was doing yeah
1: just throwing yeah. in like his own chorus you know his own kind of bars yeah and he's
2: good. you went to the bottom of the barrel with with P. Diddy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, show like, some respect. That guy was on the 1988 Godzilla soundtrack, for fuck's sake. But I'm saying, I, I think Ice Cube is kind of in the same vein. Not of not of that ripping dude. shit off, but I'm talking about, I never liked Ice Cube as a rapper. He was, like,
2: America's Most Wanted. I mean, there, yeah. there are albums he put out that are seminal rap albums. It, by the way, had a song that went to number one called Jackin' for Beats. the whole song was him ripping off songs and going fuck you I'm ripping this off (laughs) it was kind of a, and and that's the thing like a lot of the early producers the, (coughs) the thing about yes they sampled yes sometimes you knew what those samples were because they were breakbeats that were put out specifically for that reason But a lot of those groups, too, it became a badge of honor to sample things that you didn't know what they were. Mm. So guys would dig in crates to try to find out where you pulled that sample from. Like, to this day, Brooklyn Dodgers, which is one of the best hip-hop collaborative songs ever made, people still don't know where Q-Tip got that breakbeat from. Like, it became a badge of honor to find the most obscure things. So it wasn't this obvious... P Diddy, as you say again, yeah, yeah, yeah. where he was just straight pulling eight measures of a song and would just loop it. I right. think God he had a little guy known as B I G on his tracks; otherwise, he would have become some sort of just ghost in the annals of hip hop. That's history. exactly what I'm. Saying. But he had fucking the, arguably one of the best MCs of all time. Yep, you know, and that's what really put him on the map. I, I mean, like that
0: we've actually just Deconstructed hip hop history Here tonight <laughs> Four white guys Four Deconstructing hip hop I mean Kind of figuring it all out well, It's like, pretty amazing Let's th- take
1: Ice Cube He was hard As hardcore as they get With NWA mm. Like that was his start You know like As hardcore as he got At the same time This was like America's most wanted He was, As a white na- Like a white nation Scared of this Rapper who's coming up Full gangster You know Blah 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 Now he's just totally Integrated into being Hey, he's a soft papa like figure in most of the <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's <laughs> kinda always been that way. He the uh, Easy E is if if straight out of Compton is at least mildly historically accurate. Ice Cube wasn't really hard. Like Easy E was the guy who actually came from, they were just writing about stuff that they saw, which might well, make it so much better that they're like holding up a mirror to it rather than being in it. Then it right.
2: Yeah. Well they they it, it was guilt by association. Yeah. They they basically took a concept They were in and around it, grew up their whole lives. Ice Cube used to run. I mean, everybody had to affiliate. If you weren't in a gang, then you better be affiliated with the gang that's in your neighborhood. Otherwise, going home is a very, very tenuous prospect. Yeah, Easy sold some drugs, and he probably got into a little bit of madness, but by no stretch of the imagination were any of these guys hardcore fucking gangbangers. How do they put it? Pipe hitting... What, Aaron? Yeah. <laughs> I thought the over-under was 40 minutes. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm trying to... I
1: bet the under, and that's why I'm trying to get you at 11.
2: Nah, dude. You can't pull me. <laughs>
1: Absolutely.
2: Oh, this is
0: our first uh, Chris Tucker
1: appearance. Oh, uh, Chris. Talk about so,
2: can we take a second,
0: well, before we really get into Friday, uh, to introduce ourselves and talk about what we're doing here tonight, and maybe the whiskey we're drinking. I feel like we should take a few minutes. Uh, I'm Bobby Noyes. Boom. And, uh... The, grand, the grandfather the of all things the, cinema. Absolutely. We to call my left granddaddy is, uh, noise. To my left is Mr. Aaron Brandes. Shalom. Shalom. And uh, our fearless leader, double H, H squared, yes. Hans Hollenbeck. Like there.
1: I am, uh, I'm going to try and impersonate Clyde Mays all, all night tonight because that is the whiskey we're drinking. Yeah, Clyde Mays. Which, um, by the way,
2: is the first time I've had this. I'm pretty excited. Oh, really? It's mm-hmm. a beautiful straight bourbon. I mean, it's straight up 92 proof old school. I wouldn't even call this a mixer. This isn't the written houses of oh, the no. world and things of that nature. This, this is sipping whiskey, even though people shit on it by putting cherries, oranges, and sugar yes. in it. Um, the, it's, this is sipping whiskey. Um, and it's quite lovely. Quite lovely. It kind of seems like a
0: high corn mash maybe going on yeah, here. Pretty 50, smooth. Yeah.
2: Hey man, you know the deal. It's at least 51% but mm-hmm. you can't call it. So I, I like the non-chill filtered aspect.
1: Chris Forrest made sure I uh, threw that out there. I wanted to throw Chris Forrest's name out there by yeah, the Yeah, Chris he, uh, Southern
2: Wine and Spirits. He's a, a rep for my restaurant. He's a good dude, and um, he he supplied our whiskey for the evening, so essentially he is uh codependent.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah? <laughs> he he's got he's our god. Do we he cheers
0: to Chris. Chris? Yeah, let's cheers, cheers to Chris. To cheers Chris. to Chris. Mr. Forrest. Friend friend of the podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. Chris C4. But the man of the hour, our um oh god. Yeah, our here we go. fearless Celebrity to be don't kind do. of. <laughs> you now there's all this I'm impressive. not, not going to release any kind I am of just dirty, a, dirty, I dirty a, secrets. I am a traveling hobo podcaster for hire. These guys took me off the street. They That's cleaned true. me up a little bit. A little bit. He's they gave me pants and they let me drink whiskey and talk into this fancy cock shaped thing in front of me. Yeah. Well, why don't you take Black. a couple of minutes to uh, talk about your podcast just for a second. Sure. Yeah. We I've been podcasting for about five years with my brother. We had two podcasts for a while: Nerds on History and Nerds on Film. The company's called Nerdonomy, but now we're just doing nerds on film, and because of our schedules, we only do them every other week. But if you search Nerdonomy, since we invented that word uh, dangerously close to when (laughs) Chris Hardwick did The Nerdist, we were definitely later. And I told my brother, I was like, Really? Yeah. He's already kind of got the nerd thing down, but you know what? I'm one of five people over there, so I couldn't change it to Sean Moe's Big Dick Podcast, which is what I wanted to call it, but they thought that, you know, their names aren't that. Already taken. Yep. And, I've, and I've heard the rumors around town, so I think that... If by around town, you mean what my wife drunkenly yells at you across the bar. Exactly. That doesn't count. Exactly. <laughs> that's a dad, it's a big jack. <laughs> you know, but, but podcasting is just audio that's pleasant to the ears, and so yep. when people are yelling that aloud in public, you know... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still just pleasant. It's sweet, good to be Sweet,
0: sweet oral pleasure. So again, welcome to Sean Moriarty,
1: a.k.a. the Hog Leg. <laughs> and, yeah, we're uh, calling it. It is split at the end like a hook, too, which is a terrible <laughs> gardening accident from when I was younger. <laughs> when you hear Sean fuck, it's just hooves like eating <laughs> in the, the room. It any, sounds like a goat Any pee? With, uh,
2: with Parkinson's. <laughs> he may not pee down his balls. <laughs> but you know what? Fuck it, dude. If you want to give a little tip for tat? I'll take pros and cons. Hog <laughs> leg versus peeing down my gooch. <laughs> I'll pee down my gooch. Every time. Every time. Every single time. Yeah, Sean Moe is our version of
1: Debo. Um, he is. <laughs> we, sometimes you got to bring Debo in. Debo has been a big inspiration to me my whole life when I've. He's about to show up and into this Absolutely. fine movie. This so, fine l- I mean, let's talk about this movie for a second. Yeah. I,
0: do we feel like, from a genre standpoint, I feel like this film is kind of unprecedented.
2: No, this was the first of its kind. I mean, there's a, been a lot of exploitation neighborhood movies that have sure, been made. Sure, of course. This was really the first of its kind to be a hardcore ghetto ratchet buddy movie. Yeah, this right. The, every white kid in the world watched this. Yep. Everybody's still saying you got knocked the fuck out. Everybody is – I mean, there, yep. there are some seminal parts. Big Worm, Big Perm. What up, Big Perm? Yeah. You know, what up, big, this is – there's stuff that white kids in perpetuity will be saying. White adults. On this This permeates this oh, per
1: white culture so much. This is one of my mother's top three favorite movies. Okay. <laughs> wow. She bought that shit on VHS, and I would sneak it when she wasn't looking and I. <laughs> And I finally realized all these little quotes that she was saying to my aunts and uncle when they were <laughs> together. Oh, that's amazing!
2: <laughs> you know, and I right. can't think a homie's name, but that's Ice Cube's DJ. God damn it! Oh, this little guy that gets knocked out. My grandma to get his chain. Yeah.
0: Wow, I had no idea. That's actually a nice little tidbit. The that's Jack, great. the
2: Jackie, not the, the Jack or not the Jackie, the Jackie, not the Jack or. Am I wrong? There have
0: been some really bad sequels to this too. I haven't seen them. Oh, Two Friday them. After Next was garbage, and then right.
2: there was they were the all bad third one where they moved to the rich neighborhood. And at that point, you knew. No, all second the second one was, was rich the
1: neighborhood. Third one's the one where they were like. Oh, with the Cat Williams, with Cat Williams, who was just like sweating. And, well, he's always sweating and all cracked out in the bathroom. Oh sure, yeah. You, you do an eight ball and not sweat, dog. <laughs>
0: Touche Cat Williams might be Kind of an underappreciated Stand up though Like he's got a weird Brilliance no, to him His first few
2: does. His first few Hours that he put out Yeah Were devastating yeah, Funny there we go. Right
0: you and know nothing like We had heard before
2: no, 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 not at all. They were like a weird mix of like pimpy Richard Pryor. Right. That, yeah. That's that's what I shamelessly yeah. pimpy. Yeah. With the suits and the fucking and the and the perm and the fucking straightened hair and mm-hmm. I mean he was just
0: going certainly lacks the uh, vulnerability and accessibility of Richard Pryor can mm-hmm. make you feel Obviously. very comfortable with like uh, his experience. You know, because that's try- what made Richard Pryor so brilliant. Cat Williams is a more bombastic kind of.
2: But it was that.
0: It but was, that's pimp culture,
2: right? That was pimp culture, and he was the first one to do it unashamedly. Like, would have like you know Don Juan at his shows, and you know what I mean? Right,
1: right, exactly. It's killing it, covered in gold, everything.
2: Yeah, you know, I, I really
0: identified with Cat Williams in a lot of ways.
2: <laughs> Your small black <laughs> so man with yeah. right
1: four foot eleven. <laughs> <laughs> like just kills it when he walks into the room. I Someone think verbally assaulted. I think <laughs> Sean identi- on your ass.
2: Sean identifies with him because he usually dresses his huge four foot eleven cock in the life like, outfit. Yeah, there. I did. <laughs> it
1: it braids, He braids its pubic hair. Yeah, that's actually a good out. idea. My dick is gonna go as Cat Williams for Halloween. <laughs> I'm gonna weird. go with something totally different. You're gonna go Clan up
2: top. <laughs> Cat Williams down below. So Strong close. Move. You might as well have just dropped. Strong. It. Move. You might as well. Have. <laughs> you <Yep>. so close. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I just realized in this movie, which is really, really weird. Like when Big Worm, Big Perm pulled up in his car. How these guys are dressed. And this is really, I mean, this is really under the radar, but there's no gang affiliation in this movie. None. Like, there's no blue and there's no red going on in this movie, which is really weird. And I think they knew because I was in L.A. when Colors came out. And that shit, you want to talk about a divisive movie by virtue of just people going to see it. Like, people are going armed to the movie theater. Yeah. Oh, no, they were like, shooting. Yeah. yeah, it was bad. And I think they wanted... I think that was purposeful by the director to, like, avoid some of that right. affiliation because everybody's wearing green or yellow, or mm-hmm. and which, which now there are gangs that rep that, like Asian gangs rep that shit. But, like, back, in, back then, you'd never... Like, you could it never live in a neighborhood. Yeah, you'd have to be wearing some sort of color to be out on your stoop. Are you serious? I'm not. Asian gangs out. are repping yellow? Oh, dude. <laughs> that's
1: fucked. <laughs> yeah, no, that's weird. Why? I want to know if that's racial. Own that's true. Why?
0: Is that racial or racist? I don't know. No, it's nothing it's racial, son. <laughs> well, let me ask you this Is it racial or racist that in my brain, every Asian gang walks around with samurai soids on their hips? Soids. And <laughs> soids. soids. And they are ready to throw down at any time in an alleyway. I was,
1: at, um, I was in New York and I saw these guys with the samurai with the soids, soids with... coming down. <laughs> singing a ching-chong-ching and such. <laughs>
0: it's like they were floating on wires, Sean.
1: <laughs> they were. They were flipping. They were flipping. 20 they were flipping, feet in the and then I don't know how, but they would, they would just put their foot on a branch like Crouching Tiger and then shoot even farther into the air. It's like they were weightless. The branch doesn't even move. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got hit with the Sherrick. Um, I think a we answered shuriken. that question.
1: I think we answered that question. We're yeah. hitting all races. That was, was super racist. What we were. Just did. We were, we we're hitting. I'm glad we yeah, did that together. We just made fun of like tiny old New York Jews, <laughs> which isn't. Well, people always say it's racist, but I'm like that's more. It's more anti. Yeah. The, uh, it's going after religion. Yeah, you're going after a culture. Because I mean, look at Gal Gadot. She's also Jewish, but mm,
2: different son brand. Of bitch. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah she is neither small. No old.
1: <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, man. Well, see, the way I see it, in a thousand years, everyone's going to... Every race is already going to be fucking every other race, so everyone's going to be a blend of basically every race. Thanks, I Lenny
2: Kravitz. Hey. You're
1: <laughs> And, and, <laughs> and, and, and Lenny went out, Lenny out of his fucking way to make that happen. <laughs> yeah. so so everyone's going to look color. like Lenny Kravitz. wearing
2: and wearing velvet. <laughs> trees on the wire. Everybody knows what, tree, what uh, shoes on the wire mean? Yeah,
1: and you drug dealer drugs and, there, right? Yeah, drug dealer or someone got their proximity. ass kicked. That
2: was always the depending, back Depending Depending on the color of the shoe. Mm. Is this... That's, that's I'm not, not even fucking thing. around. So what color... Dignifies Black, black yeah. is don't fuck around there, mm-hmm. and white means you can go probably pick up some shit. Okay. I wonder if
1: Skyhawk knows this shit as he haphazardly tosses his fucking shoes on the power line behind El Moro. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, dude, well, you've got several colors. There, people sell drugs here. This is where you can, you know, pick up slaves. Sure. You can buy, like, you know, blonde-haired, yeah. blue-eyed Austrian baby slaves. Oh, yeah. homie. Third, Skyhawk. House, third, third house down, it's the slave house.
0: Skyhawk, who we, you know, I work with, and Sean probably worked with for a short while. Yes. Uh, one of the smarter people that might actually be functionally retarded. <laughs> I mean, and he's, Idiot savant. There's a word oh, for it. Oh, thank you. That's Idiot what I was savant. looking for. Somewhere on the spectrum is Skyhawk, and he's a great guy. Skyhawk Tracy, we love him. We'll give him a little shout out. But love, uh,
1: he's talking about a local celebrity. Local he, celebrity Skyhawk Tracy. He certainly is. He's a beloved character. hmm yep. uh,
0: uh, In our in our little mountain town. Yes. Skyhawk Tracy. And he's got amazing braids. He does. Yep. And a cute little girlfriend. And he's a great guy. But that guy um, gave me a ride home on his bike. A pump. <laughs> if you will, yeah. um, all the way from Norton's Roadhouse, Highway Three, yeah, on Highway Three, Whoa. downtown. And I imagine on you the, at all. I was sitting on the seat with him, just on those pedals, riding his ass off with my big two hundred and ten like, pound ass. You weren't
1: cradling each other. Um,
0: no, I mean I was holding you're
1: his dip, hips you're pretty hard. hard. <laughs> Your dick rock hard from oysters, just like uncomfortably rubbing. In the small of his back? Yeah. Because that's plans, what I'm picturing, and I'm planning
3: his you, you guys went full Sibian? <laughs> <that> Absolutely.
1: <laughs> I, was his, I was his
0: underwhelming Sibian.
3: <laughs>
0: oh, the Irish Sibian.
1: <laughs> they don't sell as well.
2: Oddly <laughs> enough. oddly will be enough. Only
1: made them for a couple years. Well, I can deduce, because the fucking Sherlock Holmes that I am, that it must have been close to shutdown. Uh, there you use shutdown. It, you know? I can't believe you. Used yeah, that last, call. last call was probably 15 minutes away. It and was actually because uh, otherwise you would have been yeah. like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna walk this one out. That's it was <laughs> immediately after
0: our uh, joint. Uh, company parties
1: mm, that we had ah. up, at which
0: is a well-renowned
1: shit show in this town. Although that one I heard was toned way down. Super from toned. The down. ones out in the woods, where occasionally a naked kitchen guy would be brought back to the camp by a forest <laughs> ranger with an attitude, or a wolf. Not that that ever happened <laughs> at Chris Park five years ago. Pieces of him.
2: Was <laughs> he was, a wolf. was he riding the wolf? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's uh, very important course. to what's going on in my head right now. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Ears with oh, a death
1: Ms. grip, Miss Parker. Miss yeah, Parker just don't know. Miss Parker. Uh, she get. I she still get, fun, get it. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: Yeah, Chris Tucker. That that is a weird career arc. Mm. That Chris Speaking Tucker. Speaking
1: of Kanye, we're gonna ra- go right into yeah. yeah, yeah let's go into Chris Tucker first.
2: He went Rush Hour and then flew off the, place of the pan, you know, face of the pant you know, face the planet. Yeah, the, things,
1: was, the
0: the three things culturally that I identify Chris Tucker with are obviously this movie, his his finest hour I would say. But that fucking bizarre character that he played in Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. Oh which my god! I, love,
1: I loved that.
0: Borderline genius. Actually. Oh my yeah, god! I love that. Yeah, but he's Chris Tucker in every movie. And then uh, clearly Rush Hour, but like that's the only movie he's not Chris Tucker though. In a weird way, like but that he was got, a like, very
1: yeah. He got super fat and like well, he found Jesus different. for a while and refused yes. to go into any movies where he would swear and had you know like anything above PG thirteen content. And then all of a sudden, he kind of came back to the fold with Rush Hour three, which is another one of those painfully late. Is it necessary sequels? Yeah. And we know the answer to that. No, definitely yeah, not. That was
0: rhetorical. And at so at some point, yeah, he was obviously going through some sort of weird fucking emotional shootout they
2: call it, with himself. They call it Martin Lawrenceism. <laughs> they, he, Martin Lawrence. Where you just lose your fucking shit. And, and then you and, go find Jesus. And they all blame the Illuminati at the end. Oh, Is yeah. Is that true? Yeah, like half mm-hmm. of them will be like, oh, no, it's an Illuminati trick. And they yep. try to fucking, you know, I, would, I wouldn't partake in their rituals. And, right. See, certain like cultures.
1: Illuminati. So high on the higher... For us white people blame Scientology almost every single time. Yeah, I, yeah, I blame Scientology yeah. most white of the time. White people, Illuminati. It really <laughs> is. It really is. It's a, that's a
0: strange
2: cultural thing. Dude, I ever tell you about the Scientology fucking party that I did. I think I talked about Have we talked lot. about it on the podcast? Hey, you, were, yeah. you, were, like, you hosted it? Or you no, not? I was a food and beverage. Because I know there. I've, I've had that conversation
0: with you, but I don't know if we've ever done the podcast. No, yeah, party, we should talk my, about that. That's my, a great story. My
2: party, uh, the company that I did, they were having some, I don't know, it was Scientology. I'm not going to pretend to know why they were there or what they were doing, but it was at the main center in Hollywood. Um, and so we got brought on to do something really minor, like we like provided a coffee cart and some other bullshit. Mm-hmm. So I was sort to oversee it. So I walk into this place, a ton of security, and all the security guys were wearing black, black button-downs tucked into black pants with jack boots, with black um, hats on. And instead of color, you know, color ribbons, yeah. like you'd wear in the military, they were wearing chains. Ah. Um, so they were the security. You walk in, and there was a bust, of probably about a fucking... The tall-wise had to be about a 15-foot bust of L. Ron Hubbard, mm-hmm. with, with red banners dropping from the ceiling like like um, vertically dropping from the ceiling with this white and black insignia. Sound familiar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: that, that evokes imagery.
2: Just saying. So, walked into the main thing, and there's hundreds of people, and it was very, like, weird, and they had the cans, you know, now the famous cans that you do your little fucking yep. bio-meeting on. You're like on oddity. Oddity. Yeah. So, they were doing that in a series of rows at, like, school desks all along, and there were hundreds of people there. And so, I'm casually walking to the car, and I already know, man, I'm already fucking spooked, because you can feel the ooginess going on, right? So people are looking at me and there's clearly people kind of around me at all times because they knew we were brought in from a third party. We weren't part of the yeah. you know, family or whatever you want to call it. So I go up, I check out how my crew's doing and I walk away and this girl goes up to me, she couldn't be more than 18, she goes, and this prior to knowing anything about Scientology, now we know a lot more with like Leah Remini and the books that have been put out and yeah, the yeah. whole... Consp- coming like clear or whatever. Coming clear. Yeah. Going or going clear or going clear. Or going clear, yeah. Exactly. So we know really a lot hard. more, but you got to imagine this is... Tw- coming clear is a different kind of Coming clear is the, <laughs> is the, <laughs> is the <laughs> porn parody of going clear. It's coming off. Like Crystal Pepsi
1: Do a documentary. Porn porn coming Which, by clear. the way, I've done dehydrated.
2: <laughs> yes. Where it just comes out with like fucking caviar and it just looks like white roe coming yeah. out of your dick. Oh, no, it's just... <laughs> where it's just tapioca and it literally falls out. It doesn't even have trajectory. Um, So I go, I'm walking through this place and this girl goes up to me, could be more than 18, and she walks up to me and she goes, what level are you?
1: You're OT level seven. Always say you're OT level seven. That way they won't kill you. No, I was like, fucking
2: 69, bitch. Um, so, So I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't, no, what and it's, before I could get the sentence off, four people came, grabbed her on each shoulder, and walked her away from me Ooh. before I could talk. And I was like, and right then I looked around. I was like, and I said to myself, I went to my crew and I go, I need to leave right now because it was. It, I instantly felt like the fucking hairs on the back of my neck. Walked out of that place, and it turns out they had asked my crew to leave. Yeah, right mm. afterwards, yeah. I hadn't said a word to anybody. Oh, but but they. And they fucking, you know, initiated contact with me. And that was just that was enough. We're not we can't have this Right, wow. Right. So they asked us to leave in the middle of an event and had to drag a fucking coffee cart out of the middle of a fucking building. Jesus. At, after that. So I went, okay, jack boots, chains, Sea Org. Sea Org is like the elite version of it. That's yeah. the Yeah, yeah. Are like yeah, Navy yeah. Shit. No, for sure. Right. Those That's are the, the Uber brainwashed guys. Those yeah, are the, the officers where, where the they thing. sign uh they sign a contract for infinity. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, makes sense. Sure. If you're going to sign a contract, you know, you want to get locked in for infinity. Um, <laughs> I <don't know>. So, <laughs> I have the same thing with... Uh, with but uh, a super low Charter. interest rate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in perpetuity, they have that in writing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> they, they have it in writing. Yeah, I'll find that. That's yeah, fine. but how, long,
0: how much does infinity cost you? I mean, those guys, Yeah. they invest a lot of money into their afterlife uh-huh. in Scientology.
2: Dude, it's real, real. Yeah, real real and, and yeah. so I walked away from that like with always and this was prior to like I said all the investigative work being done mm-hmm. so for me it was like this I had this experience where I knew right away I'm like uh uh-uh, uh something's wrong here like severely wrong between the fucking Nazi imagery between <laughs> yeah. the secretive bullshit between I'm like what organization? I mean, Christ, I could have been in the Jehovah's Witness and not felt more uncomfortable. Well, if you had looked over you know? your shoulder
1: as they were ushering you out, you would have seen somebody dumping a box of rat poison into a punch bowl of Kool-Aid. Right, right. Because some, some elite Jim Jones L.A. shit was about to go down. Yeah, some, yeah they, they, well, yeah, they invited... You initiated conversation with this guy everybody dies.
0: So like, We got 120 people that we just need to make go away.
2: <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. It's a... Co- yeah, totally. You could have been their next sacrificial victim. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Code oh, Hemler. Wait, wait, wait. Code <laughs> Hemler. <laughs> everybody, gather around.
0: There's like just a warehouse somewhere in LA with those like blue barrels full of
1: sulfuric acid. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, totally. Yeah. No, I, I'm thinking...
0: 126 eating. blue barrels of sulfuric
1: acid. Yeah, when you're running... <laughs> One per... When you're running a cult, you know... Shit's gonna start getting out of whack if if the Colt's not airtight, right? like if, oh yeah, yeah, you know like you're at Elron Hubbard and you've developed this whole belief system, I guess through thousands of people. but shit's not gonna start making sense after some time. <laughs> yeah That's you're gonna put the assuming, finger in the dike pretty quick. Right. You're and, assuming that Elron Hubbard knew that he was Elron Hubbard dude. He was like sixteen fucking alien ghosts with bad feelings. <laughs> and it's like working him like a fucking little rascal you sketch know, of like six. Kids stacked in the fucking trench coat. That's who he thought he was. He doesn't. L. Ron yeah. Hubbard doesn't know he's Elron Hubbard. <laughs> no, he was some sort of
0: a simulated human for sure.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Dude. The aliens made him out of suspicion. like. Uh... If you've ever heard that guy talk, you oh like, I have. You look at his like the, how prolific he was as a writer, and I use that term lo- fucking loosely as fuck. I well, think prolific means he just wrote a bunch of shit. He just wrote a bunch of shit. Yeah. Yeah. But I it, when we talked about that briefly, like who's mm-hmm. the most prolific? But I mean, the guy wrote a, a, just an immense amount of of science fiction. Um, you look at that guy talking, you see how it went, and it was almost like it, he felt like, to me, like a guy that was coming up with shit, and he was like, oh, they're never going to buy this. Oh, shit, they bought it. Yeah. Um, okay, well. Yeah. Now I got to hear about. There's an alien and a volcano. Yeah. Okay. Now we're gonna go infinity and contract. Yeah. Okay. Like I mean, it just felt like yep. he sprungboard this into a belief system. He had no fucking. I don't think he had sure. any instance that this was ever gonna work until he met the people he met. Right. You know, he was spiral. definitely just
0: trying to find a way to oh. buy that fucking boat, dude,
2: and, and make like, cash, bro. Yeah. And make cash. Into a whole thing. Let's be honest. The guy just fucking made cash. Gazillions.
1: Well, I mean, you can say that. Anyone that creates worlds, like, on their own has to be credit, credited with some genius, you know? Like, mm-hmm. the, the dude is creating... Yeah, it's all science fiction. I don't know if you guys have ever read any L. Ron. I haven't read a lot of it, but it's all very science fiction-y, but he's creating... Technically creating worlds. Yeah. So, at yeah. that point, like, I, I always... I just watch Game of Thrones. It's the same kind of shit with... um, What's his face? I just totally lost it. George yeah. R. R. Martin. Yeah. Mr. Martin. Um, he... That dude has created entire, like... Worlds in his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so are you... you you think about like Elron Hubbard. Hold on a minute. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and show you like how the rift occurs in these guys' heads. Like, okay, at some point he's created hundreds of different worlds, hundreds of different characters. Right. To be really prolific, to be really really good, you have to kind of integrate yourself into these worlds, integrate yourself into these characters, and leave this fucking world behind. Because that's all he's doing, dude. That's all he's doing. He's writing right. all the time. Right. Think about that. He eats probably and then he fucking goes back on the computer and writes you know and so there's a rift that occurs and it's like the genius to the insanity he loses touch with you know at some point he's like oh I'm I'm the creator of this of Scientology now people fucking worship me holy shit maybe I am God
2: you know, yeah, maybe I, I am. I think you got to be broken beforehand. George R. R. Martin is not going to go to a cosplay uh, fucking convention and stand up and go, "I am the Lord." <laughs>
1: not yet. We'll not see. Yet. We'll that, see. That, but no, dude. But like is... Salvatore
2: wrote for a long time. there have been guys that have been doing series for a long time in this genre, and nobody's ever lost their holy living shit. That's true. Like now, that's true. Has.
1: But I'm not saying that that happens all the time. But I'm saying that dude, it was out there from the beginning. And I think, like, I, yeah. I mean, I do kind of manipulate a, people, and we're all about control. Exactly. Exactly. He realized that exactly. he could do. Because he was also very charismatic and manipulative. R- right. Yeah?
0: Yeah. And what was the film that uh, P.T. Anderson did, I think? Uh,
1: uh, sort of what a was
0: loose it called? Um, uh, The Master. The Master. With yeah. Phil,
1: Seymour Hoffman and Watching right. The
0: Phoenix. Right. And I think they kind of nailed that dynamic of it. Yep. Of just how charismatic and how he would draw people into his world. Sure. And then, uh, you know, clearly it's like getting into a relationship with, with me.
1: So like, from the Shit. wow, from the beginning oh, you're it's like been a pleasure. No. Yeah, wow. no, no, no. even before Bobby tries see to see you later, me. Sean Milt. Thank Thanks for showing up.
0: Before you go too far, this is not going to be positive at all.
2: <laughs> Am I going to okay. have to sign a contract with your cock? It's not going to be infinity? positive.
0: No, <laughs> if you go on a long weekend with me, it's probably going to be pretty fun. We're going to have a good time. You might buy in. A week and a half later. It's very clear that I'm a fucking huckster. <laughs> 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 I have manipulated you. I have conned you. You know, there's aces up my sleeve, and I've been exposed. And yeah. Which
2: most damage, most, most people, a certain at least centering of themselves will be able to pull themselves out of that ship. The damaged people are, which are the which are the real targets here. Let's be honest, yep. are people that are damaged. Yeah, yeah, people that are ostracized people, from their families, 100%, all that shit. One hundred percent, and it's like any it's like any abusive relationship where you take somebody who's damaged, cut off all their fucking stimuli from their friends and family, isolate them, and then fucking can control them. Yep, it's sure. like it's the yeah. classic fucking you know victim versus abuser mentality. So all these people <laughs> okay. that were Scientologists had a fucking hole that they were filling. Sure. They weren't complete people None of these people were fucking complete people They all had an issue None and of, of us are complete people Aaron We're all a little bit dead inside I it. don't know I think Cat Williams' cock is very <laughs> complete
1: It is so complete but it's easy to be complete When it's one inch long and one inch thick that's, that's
2: That's it's perfect. It's perfect. It's like a tuna can. It's, it's,
0: yeah. It really is. You don't want a perfectly
1: proportional penis. That's no, weird. or no, you don't. You know, or a tuna can. Which is it's why Legos always along. look so pissed off. The little Lego people. They never, rarely do they have a, a positive expression on their faces. I don't,
0: you don't want your penis to look like cubist art. It's, <laughs>
1: I want my penis to look like fucking M.C. Escher stairs. Yeah, <laughs> going up the stairs and going down the stairs and going up the sideways stairs. <laughs> just, Mine looks like a Salvador Dali melting clock <laughs> with flying tigers <laughs> and fucking elephants with flamingo legs and shit. And, yeah. and all you gotta stop taking acid.
2: Yeah, it? the nineties
0: story. The nineties were weird for me.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's like a lot of shit lot of
2: sex and Kandinsky and like you know a lot mm-hmm. of like post fucking Cuba shit. It got weird. <laughs> Got real weird <laughs> post cubist shit. Yeah.
1: Should get that tattooed in old English on your chest, Bobby. So like in a in a I'm gonna
0: ignore that. <laughs> in a very ham fisted way. Could we kinda of bring this back to Friday in a yes. way like let's talk about like uh, well, we have
1: just touched on black culture. I mean we
0: So so we're talking about people that are like kind of feeling marginalized without their families, isolated, blah blah blah. Is that how like L.A. or whatever gang culture would work. is like you got kids that were just like marginalized from their family. Yeah, they, but the opposite. Blah, blah, blah. It, but so the they would find a family, their own 100%. little family, their own little like 100%. support system. The
2: opposite is actually true. It's like you get brought in and speaking of cult, right? Let's talk about a hold the fill and somebody yeah. that is manipulative. Mm-hmm. And, but the difference being that those guys are found at eight years old in these neighborhoods. Sure. They're seven years old. They're six years old. And what makes it even harder is that they're generational, like, so dad is in it, brother's in it, son's in it, uh, fucking... Now at this point, now that we're old as fuck, grandpa was in it, dad was in it, if they're still alive. So you've just inherited your neighborhood. Like, this is as important as you being a fucking rebel with the Confederate flag, or you fucking, you know, taking over your dad's sawmill. This oh, okay. is yeah. just as fucking important. I've got my honor, you know, my, my, my brother's in jail and he's an OG And fucking, I better fucking step up because I got big shoes to fill in the gang community. And uh, like back then, like in this, talking about Friday, it was literally about turf. And it sounds stupid, but it's this caveman primal thing where, you know, this is my area. I protect it. And when you look at a gang breakout of L.A., it's literally block by block. There is not, I'm not talking about you've got a four block and then you go up a mile and then... There was literally gangs that were comprised of 75 guys that lived on a fucking two block radius. And if you went off your block to another color, in the case of uh, Blood, who the only reason the Bloods weren't taking over the Crips is because they fought each other. The Crips out, outnumber the Bloods by four to one at all times. But the reason they could never, you know, they could never get their shit together, the Bloods were always the nastiest. They were always the guys who do the most damage, but they fought each other. So you'd go off your two block strip and there might be another blood gang and uh, you're kind of getting along but you're not getting along so you only mm-hmm. you may talk to one or two dudes in the other gang but not everybody or not the OGs but you can't go off your block you have to get in a car and drive out of your neighborhood you can't mm-hmm. walk out of your neighborhood because mm-hmm. you inevitably are going to cross a fucking line or you do it at night under the cover of night right but, but now it, you're taking a chance seems like a mixed grocery
1: shopping oh, a is bitch it, yeah. that just a how do you get to Trader Joe's <laughs> 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 yeah. I, mean, I want my two buck chuck, god it. <laughs> it's three buck now. It's How three dare buck you. chuck. Yeah, it's still garbage. No, but ever it's a reflection <laughs> of of human beings. I mean, it seems like everyone's divisive in some way or another. Whether you're gonna be Mormon, oh these are my brothers now, you know, like, oh fuck. They're not no one's really thinking outside their own box of like, why do I feel like I need to be a crip? Or why do I feel like I need to be a fucking Mormon or a Scientologist or Fucking anything? Why? Why do I need to feel feel affiliated with something to identify with? Right, and and that's the whole thing. It is, but people get completely lost in that identity.
2: Yeah, but this isn't a this isn't religion. There, there isn't the biggest the biggest repercussion to leaving Mormonism is excommunication. The biggest Mm -hmm. repercussion to leaving the Crips is they kill you. Yep. You think those motherfuckers are to New York and kill you though? No, not to New York, but there's Crips in New York. So mm-hmm. all they need to do is dial up, homie, and do you know, do you know, they're not going to follow you, like, if you move to Bend, Oregon, they're not going to follow <laughs> you and kill you, right? Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, like, you're going to have a hit on the rest of your life.
1: Bend, Oregon's not, like, a huge Crip enclave?
2: A, no, mostly.
1: The Shoots Brewery is owned exclusively by Crips now. <laughs> mostly yellow-waving yeah, flag <laughs> Asian gangs. That's a different story. Yeah. I feel like those
0: are nerdy Asians just drinking coffee at Starbucks. Dude, there's some yeah. fucking nasty. Those dudes. aren't gangs, Ooh. Aaron. Those are
1: well- Staff male salons just look like everybody <laughs> yeah. buys the same group of clothes from the Rock so, so they look like a gang. <laughs> they're all wearing yellow t-shirts. There is, they're, they're, they used to be in gangs.
2: <laughs> they used to be in gangs, and now they all work for Google.
1: I get it. <laughs> Google's a gang. Google, Google's Fucking Bay Area. Amazon is what's taking over the Northwest. I want to see this. What we need is a hundred higher ups from Google versus a hundred higher ups from Amazon. Wow. Just full battle, you know.
2: Oh, uh, 200-person slap fight? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm
1: talking about broken beer bottles. Like I'm talking about no no handguns, just maces, close combat weapons.
0: I'm thinking know? Thunderdome tournament yeah. style. Exactly. And in that's whoever. Grand Prix gets, Thunderdome. Whoever gets
1: out of that,
2: that company wins the, the, w- universe, the worst anyway. The worst Thunderdome ever. ever. Yeah, the worst Thunderdome Just ever. everybody ever. cowering in corners and crying. Everybody trying to get cell reception, climbing yeah. the cage. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh. I'm Dirt. trying
1: to Google how to fight.
2: <laughs> is,
0: it's two guys on opposite sides of the Thunderdome just yeah. trying to get an Uber.
2: Some guy tried to shove a mini USB in his head so he can download karate. Yeah. Like, no, it, it'd be a bad scene. This it sounds it's funny. First, yeah, first World Thunderdome. in. You but I'd rather see Nerd Rollerball.
1: Because oh, it requires more oh. athleticism. Oh, I want to see him amazing. trying to rollerblade and good rollerball, not Chris Klein edited by No, someone. no, no. Uh, you mean the old one, the Jimmy James Con, Con the Jimmy Kahn? The only
2: rollerball? rollerball, in my opinion. James Con's Clearly. one of the only actors that you think would actually kill you. Oh yeah. Like I think you he would think? actually no. take you out, he right? Fuck you up. Do you see that movie? The one where he's like the old man living in the house by himself, and the two kids put cameras and try to scare him. Yeah, what the fuck is that called? Oh yeah, what oh, was oh that? Oh my god, that was
1: no. Great. We're gonna have to figure that out. Shit, yeah, and there's a there's a staunch rule of no looking shit up on this podcast, yeah. isn't there? No, yeah. you can't. No, yeah, well,
0: we do it. But, we uh, did, we cat, Cats out of the bag. Sometimes I, I, know,
1: I don't want to see the man behind the fucking curtain, Bobby. Yeah. I every s-
0: once in a while, you gotta see how the fucking sausage is made, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm t- uh, so
2: tired of talking about your cock. I <laughs> know. Oh, Can Jesus. we just moratorium on this? <laughs> it, that'd be a great name for his porn, though. How the sausage is made? How the sausage. <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> that's just it. <laughs> that hey, a
1: welcome to a how the sausage is made. Huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was racist. It was. It should be. Oh, wait, what was I watching the other night? It was the Goldbergs, which thank you, Bobby, for allowing me to oh, have yeah. access to all the Goldbergs. But there was a point where George Siegel, he always has his weird versions for everything, and he's watching the kids play Super Mario Brothers, and he's like, they're playing Super Immigrant Plumber Game! <laughs> 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 and I was like, that's what my
0: grandfather would have called that back then. How is it? George Siegel is still one of the funniest human beings He's this great. Planet. That guy's yeah. been funny since Go back to, my grandparents
1: amazing. showed me fun with, the, the original oh, fun with Dick and Jane, and absolutely. that's when I was hooked.
0: Yeah, George Siegel's an amazing yeah, comedian. He's great. I watched Flirting with the Disaster the other night. Mm. Oh, god. Yeah, 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 yeah. With he and uh, Mary Tyler Moore, Lily mm. Tomlin,
1: Alan Alda. Lily Tomlin is the shit, isn't she? Lily Tomlin amazing woman. That fucking Grace and Frankie show that I thought was just for chicks, I started watching with my wife, and now I'm like, in, in it. I'm like, what's happening? Right, right. You're making dildos now? This is great.
0: No, I mean, that show is clearly (laughs) just for chicks.
1: Wow. But I mean, but I'm... (laughs) Thanks, dude. Hey, for the record, I don't like Sex in the City. I like the dude version of Sex in the City, which is Entourage. It's just Sex in the City with guys. With L.A. pricks doing stuff
2: you want to do. That's totally No offense, Aaron. That's totally true. Boy, and, and a weird correlation, both those movies sucked. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, can we
1: Suck, say wow. those shows sucked can I just say I, that? there's I, elements of Entourage that are awesome no. everything up until like the Aquaman season with James Cameron you sure. know was sure. great and then kind of just went up downhill you know what
2: sucked about Entourage and this was purely because of where I lived like, Entourage was every douchebag East Coaster moving to L.A. to become a star. Yes. And I fucking, I didn't know, obviously, those guys. I knew a couple guys that did pretty well in the entertainment industry. But, like, it, it just reinforced my hatred to everybody moving to L.A. that would fuck up L.A. for everybody who was born there and lived there. You know? It's it been got, fucked up for like, a like, while, right? right? There's, like, uh, 10,
1: 11, 12 million people there now. And how many people are trans?
2: 13. 13. Jesus Christ. And 50,000 people move to Los Angeles a month. Because they're all going go to make it. They're all going to fucking make
1: it. Find the dream.
2: They're all going to make it. Because, man, if you're an Oklahoma 8,
1: psh, you're yeah.
2: dude, so right. in LA uh-huh. 4. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Without question. But they were the best in their high school production of the music man. They're definitely Oklahoma, (laughs) thank you very
2: much. I was awesome. (laughs) Were you
1: in Oklahoma? No. fuck Were you curly? (laughs) I don't know anything about
2: musicals, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Just Sondheim. You know how long it would
0: take to get to LA with a in a surrey with a fringe on top? I mean (laughs) (laughs) People are gonna die. Once you hit those
2: mountains in Utah (laughs)
1: <laughs> what yeah, the fuck are those? gold rush all over again. <laughs> it
2: really is. <laughs> okay, so it, does anybody remember that Rudy... What's the name of the, uh, Ice Cube's dad in this?
1: Uh, John Witherspoon. Oh, his actual name in the movie? Yeah, no. no, no, no. In real life, John Witherspoon. Yeah. John, Witherspoon. Yeah. John Witherspoon. Yeah, he's an amazing stand-up comedian, by the way. Yes. And, and he Really?
2: Yep. Yeah, He's Very Red good. Fox era. He
1: was. Yeah, he had yep. a Showtime special that I would watch, like, ad nauseum yep. when yep. I first came yep. out. Ice
2: cream truck on 24 <laughs> Dayton's dog. <laughs> yeah not fucking yeah, around. Yeah, let me get the
1: Chili Fritos.
2: That's one of my favorite, like,
1: I love lines that don't really mean much, but just, like, get stuck in <laughs> your head. In exactly. Let yeah. get
2: the Chili Fritos when the kid says that in this. That's stuck in my Next head. Next time front. I go to the, our little tiny movie theater, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm asking for. And <laughs> I want to see at least if somebody gives a wink of respect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where, like, at the Abbey? That's not happening. No, not the. <laughs> you can take your fucking chicken wings in there, but right. they don't have chili fritos.
0: And by the way, if you're at the Abbey, anyways, it's probably a bluegrass show. So.
1: Yeah, you're right. One of the 16 bluegrass bands made up of guys that work in the kitchen at Steamworks. And the other, <laughs> and the other
0: 15 bluegrass bands.
2: Yeah, I'm not kidding. There is only one like no, bluegrass band this like, month, oh, no, yeah. but I bet you there's more bluegrass bands. That's because you can't take a full-size guitar on a bike. You <laughs>
3: know,
2: you gotta play know. the mariachi fucking <laughs> mandolin.
1: Where's the mariachi fucking bluegrass hybrid
2: band? Oh, I like oh that. dude, no, where's that? No, 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 no. There, who's the mariachi metal band? Oh yeah, yeah. What do they call oh, wow. it? Metal-Achi. Metalachi. Metalachi. Have you ever seen metal? Dude, there is a metal blue uh uh mariachi band that comes through called Metalachi. That sounds great. What? It's dope as I'm fucking fuck.
1: Stumped. Like I am. how excited if this podcast has yielded nothing but that I'm fine with it
0: yeah (laughs) I seriously want to hear rain and blood on one of those huge
2: fucking guitars that those guys that sounds amazing would you fucking oh my god I'm killing everybody oh yeah no yeah there's gonna,
0: there is gonna be blood. I promise you.
2: I will go daily trade on everybody here.
1: <laughs> Five minutes in, and I'm like, "Yep, I am busting this fucking place up. <laughs> fucking just killing everybody." <laughs> Although, I mean, uh, violence at concerts is not. It's too soon, guys. We can't be super about super that. Yeah, it's way too soon.
2: See, there's been violence at concerts kidding. everywhere.
1: I know. I'm kidding.
2: I, have you ever been right to a, Have you ever been to a ministry show? Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been to a Pantera show in yes. Albuquerque. Oh, God. So in like, Albuquerque, In Albuquerque. Too. Oh, my So God. you have a band that was nominally associated to skinheads, regardless of whether regardless,
2: or not. Regardless, and they weren't racist, but still, right. let's be honest. It was just a
1: Confederate flag that drew in the bad sure. element. Well, and some was from Louisiana, so you it was know, just a little And kind of had that
0: combat yeah, booty, yeah. wearing shorts kind of look. And, by the way, in Albuquerque... There's a huge contingent of that shit down there. Is it really? And really? I've been to, I can name oh, I three different hilarious. shows really? that I've been yeah. to in Albuquerque and had confrontations with some big, jacked-up steroid...
2: Fucking oi-boy. Fucking skinheads.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that uh, parent-terror show was no different. They were, like, owning the mosh pit kind of thing. Right. And I watched a kid just kind of, like, unwittingly, you know... Wondering? innocent. Yeah, just 19-year-old kid, like, whoa, here we go. <laughs> and just got... Trucked yeah. and came walking out of it with his like forearm hanging oh, straight down. Yeah,
1: compound.
0: Yeah, and I'm like, uh, buddy, I think maybe you want to go see the school nurse. Jeez,
1: you're a school nurse. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair for Pantera fans, Pantera back then when Pantera oh, yeah. was popular, you would have had to go to the library and navigate the Dewey Decimal System and read like six books before you figured out exactly what it is that your flag meant. Nowadays, it's fucking at your fingertips of people. Yeah. And outrage yeah. culture is such that, like... Yeah, but I also, I remember
2: when minds. they, like, when Far Beyond Driven, like, when, when, when those, like, seminal albums came out, there was a lot of people that thought that they were attached... To white supremacy Yeah And until you actually Listen to the music And then you realize God oh Right damn nothing the music
0: In and of itself Had an, a, you know, the aggressive you I miss that
1: I miss this from the 90s Those exact shirts I'm buying one for my wife she's going to wear Whether right. she likes it or not the, 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 the hoochie I just miss those girls I miss those girls With the, the long ass nails And the weaves. Well, oh yeah They're Can around they're dog They're
2: around dog but Can we talk <laughs> about SWV For, maybe oh, my for God, a minute Oh Sisters <laughs> with
0: voices <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh God I get weak at the knees yeah time.
1: Yep. wow Brandis killing it good for you here Brandis for bringing out hilarious well WD. spoken and the voice of an angel the yep.
2: voice of an angel <laughs>
1: how does God bless one just kidding there's no God how does God <laughs> bless one man with so much right AwB. <sighs> I'm gonna get some blonde Aaron extensions. <laughs> you need to get those. If you do this as a Halloween costume, oh god, I will do whatever you want. You know, right. one for twenty-four hours. All right, like, Dude,
2: you windmill that Halloween. you windmill that hog on Seventh and Main. <laughs> That's the <laughs> yes, it's Cat Williams and windmill the hog.
1: That <laughs> Shit, man. I mean, I don't want to be that approached. Is- By LPEA begging me to be a
2: sustainable source of energy or any shit like that. So, like, I can't be doing that. (laughs) <laughs> that's the start to maybe the best rap song ever Absolutely. made is "Windmill the hog was we'll said with the man and then you just whatever you go from there it's, it's magic it's
1: awesome yes why that's the classier side of town why do I that is the classier side of town that's the part that, that's when you start getting your olive oil companies and fucking it really fuck is. yeah yeah fuck yeah that's what right if in front kind of Fuzzy Wigs dude I can't be winging actually uh, Ninnies? I guess I could. Ninnies? Well, if if kids got to learn
2: sometime, right? Kids got to learn. If you did it by Fiesta Americana, nobody'd be there. <laughs>
1: nobody would give a shit. Right. So, so you have to. Yeah, put true. Or I could do it in front of Circa Seven, and people will also not be there. Where's well. that store that has like the?
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: well, the
2: It's not because they
1: have crazy management that used <laughs> to be a figure skater or anything. <laughs> yeah, like, figure skater. It's got to be tough. all the way around, right? <laughs> they do, I don't know. I can't. It's not I, because
2: they tell their employees that they're fucking whores and should die, and then they those employees <laughs> screen shot the
1: conversations <laughs> and put them on Durango Online Garage Sale and the admin waits like 12 hours allegedly, to do anything about it. Before allegedly. There's, allegedly. There's 600 freaking comments of people. That was actually amazing. That was great. I was, I was next was... door. I was at the Lone Spur having breakfast while like someone was like, did you read this shit? The kitchen, someone that used to work in the kitchen at Steamworks that worked over there came to me and was like, you gotta go to Durango Online Garage Sale right fucking now. That was incredible. Yeah. it yeah. Was,
2: And they're still open. So...
1: Ish. Barely. I, I feel mean, the like they're not killing it. I feel like they're no, not they're killing No, they're
2: not killing it. it. Dude, they have a, that was all inherited money. Flush fucking. What's that flush sound? I want to edit that yeah. in. Hit the Xamarin. Editor. We'll you get that. buddy. Yeah. Why? We don't have the... <laughs> 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 fresh.
1: We need the reggae tone horn, man. We do. And we do. we, need, we need a soundboard. We, we this is what do need a soundboard. Yep. Uh, you, guys you remember you the old guys soundboards? Like okay, the well. fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard? Oh, what we you could prank call people and yeah. have whole conversations. I had the Martin Lawrence one. I called my mom at work with the Martin Lawrence one. It was so <laughs> great. Oh, That's awesome. I just kept hitting the Oh My Damn one a lot. There was a lot of great soundboard websites. Oh, there yeah. was. Yeah, they were but, and, uh, popularized by Howard Stern, Howard Stern, of course. He's yep. the one that kind of... Who did you yeah. get it? Because it would
0: be like, yeah, yeah, it'd be like bugle, flushing and toilet. no problem.
3: Hi, puppy.
1: <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm powerless against outfits like this. Like this is, uh, no, apologies to my wife, but it's easy for the crazies to fucking rope me in just with shit like this. Yeah, you're right.
2: Well, you got to be able to wear that, dog. It's not like. I'm you know, wearing
1: it on my finger right fucking it's now. Not I mean, like my tie. Tie. <laughs> it's not like time. She's crazy. Yeah. She's not going to listen to this because she hates the sound of my voice. On, like, she won't listen <laughs> to my podcast. She won't, cause she's like, she, she just can She's like, I, you're on fucking stage in front of me, all the time. I don't need to do. Yeah. Hashtag married life. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm
3: the aunt, So yeah, I'm the same
1: thing, man. Hashtag married life. Your, Hashtag classy,
3: classy <laughs> Hashtag kill
1: me. Hashtag yeah. is it over yet? <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> Lord, take me now, please. That's a long one. <laughs> that is a long one. <laughs> it's out there. That like takes it. up way too many of my 140 characters. It really oh, does on Twitter, you're, you know. You don't have the 280 access yet? Not quite yet. Those are only for select people like our fucking president. Why? He, he only uses, uses
2: 80 characters at a time, and they're <laughs> yeah, barely you know, functional. Well, four
1: of them are always dedicated to the word sad with a period in it at the end. Sure. Yep. He's going to start using emojis, and it's going to be off the hook. It's going to be great. <laughs> Can we revisit Doug's emoji? Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. that immediately
0: popped into my head. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a weird correlation <laughs> between Doug and, and
2: What Donald did Han say? Han said, what was the? What were the emoji stream? It was yeah. clown face, jalapeno, <laughs> <laughs> um, pitchfork. Em- empty suitcase? Yeah. Like nobody knows suitcase. what the fuck is going <laughs> on is right nobody now. Nobody
1: knows that if you hold on the suitcase emoji long enough, it puts out different options. Open suitcase, empty suitcase suitcase it's but Doug does huh? sure
2: yeah. I've never been sad enough to hold onto the suitcase <laughs> long enough <laughs> I'm
1: getting the fuck
2: out of here I don't want people to know was that like Dorothy if I hold it long enough <laughs> fucking goddamn it Please be home. Please be yeah, home. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah. we theorize or that ever, there is a, have a cypher or-
1: emoji orgasm, right?
2: Bobby, there's right. a cypher
1: hidden somewhere yeah.
2: on, like, a scroll
1: of human skin. It's at the bottom of Lake Night Horse. It's at the bottom of Lake Night Horse, and that, that will, one day, all of Doug's emoji text messages will all of a sudden be the most profound yeah. shit yeah. Human, humanity's ever heard. It's the Renomicon. It is the, <laughs> the Dougranomicon.
3: The <laughs> in human skin <laughs> and written
1: in blood. This is the framework on how to build a spaceship that will... Get you well, off of Earth when it explodes in 2025. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. Fucking speaking of our, you, man. Speaking of our... Uh, We're 56 minutes in. Aaron, you made it. We made it. our fallen man, soldier, Aaron's Doug. Clean. Can we get a little uh, love for Doug? Since fallen, he's no, yeah, I Doug, with Doug I have yet to meet you in person, and I'd love to because I listen to you and we love you, laugh Presco. at you all the time. We love Fresco. Doug is kind of like a ghost. He's the ghost that... In a shell, ghost in a shell. He's, the he's... ghost of podcast present. Yeah, he, he is. is ghost he's... of Christmas Hanukkah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was so <laughs> deep.
1: You guys didn't even hear that, dude. Process that shit like Kanye. Yeah, yeah. Doug, You will only. Gotta see think about Doug, that one for a minute. You will only see Doug. You'll only hear him on the podcast, but you'll only see him out of the corner of your eye while you're making love <laughs> to your woman. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only place he shows up he's that's like, like oh, shadow people he is, he's a shadow person that's where I recognize him from it's like the conjuring yeah, that seen spirit him. is always like right behind yeah. you yeah like Doug
0: though him. it's like weirdly the sun is always like right up to the upper left of his head
3: yeah. <laughs> and it, and <laughs> he so you can never,
1: can't count. quite make his features out no you can make his eye <laughs> just it's a so wet. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, you ever a seen the accountant so
2: with Affleck where they never yes, quite get the full face yeah exactly like they never got him all the way on camera it's just
1: three quarters. I feel like they mismarketed that movie. If they had put that movie up and on the poster it said "Ready to see the badass side of autism," right? <laughs> the accountant. I would have been there immediately, but I waited until uh, I could stream it. <laughs> Dude, if Tarantino did the what? accountant, you saw that. You saw the more wholesome side <laughs> well, of autism with in... Rain Man. Now see the action version. <laughs> yeah. Action autism. <laughs> it's just I can see him pitching the movie. Uh, it's fucking John Wick and Rain Man together. It's oh like my John God. Wick meets oh, Rain wow. Rain Wick. Oh yeah. yeah. Rain Wick. <laughs> <laughs> fucking copyright branding. <laughs> That's my Halloween costume. That's why don't you I contact, contact the Sucker Wick. brothers and turn that into a parody movie? I right. I, I talked to Harvey Weinstein, but he's busy. Yeah, he's busy fucking hiding. <laughs> yeah,
2: that,
0: it, I, I'm definitely definitely back. I'm de- <laughs> I'm definitely definitely back. <laughs> <laughs> they killed my dog. dog? killed my dog. Definitely, they kill my Definitely dog. back. Definitely killed yeah, my dog. Full, right after my full, wife full got cancer. Full, cancer. Auto, full auto shotgun. Definitely back. <laughs> headshots. Uh, all headshots. Every uh, shot a headshot. Man, I love a good, timely uh, Rain Man joke.
2: You know you what? Know, honestly, though, no, there's not a lot out there anymore. You, you know, know, Rain, man, Rain Man's a, yeah. I, got a, I got a Reagan impression later it's going to kill death. <laughs> Hey, have you guys heard about this Monica Lewinsky? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, topical! <laughs>
1: Topical, <laughs> be topical. Um, sure. man How about this airline food oh Seriously Oh gosh
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: boys, you have Babies on planes What's the deal God, What is the deal What's the deal We are going to get a fucking uh, Green El Camino For the next episode Boys I'm, I'm Oh man missed, I think tape? that was an Impala Yep it's well six Is four, it right. an Impala? Six, four, six four, dog. Yeah, you're 64. right. Sixty four. What is it about 1964 Impala? That because it so... fucking looks like
2: that. Which That's is why.
1: Okay. One of the best That's looking
2: it. American cars was ever it, was made. Was it one
1: of those? Is it kind of like the certain years of Mustang where it was very unique for that one year they didn't make them in '63 and
2: '65? I think '60 the the later it got in the '60s, the it got longer. Because mm. if you ever seen like a '67, it's like it's a, like a boat. This one was almost still manageable. Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? It had a smaller engine, it was two seats. Parkable. It was dope. Yeah, right, God forbid.
0: Mm-hmm. Understood. So this UPS
2: guy, you're saying that he was
0: uh, Ice Cube's DJ? He was his cousin too. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. I forget
2: so his I've name. never seen that
0: guy Clue? before and or Is it after. Clue? I don't
2: know. I forget I his like, DJ name, but he's he was actually he became right. a he became a producer on the movies and did producing. Oh, okay. Like this whole thing, like you were saying how Ice Cube softened. Dude, during the America's Most Wanted days, I call them the Jerry Curl days. Mm. Um, During the Jerry Curl days of Ice Cube, when it was NWA, when it was fucking, when he was doing America's Most Wanted, and um, what was Death, what was that called? Death Certificate was that next album. When he was doing that, he was a nightmare for the CIA and sure. Tipper Gore and fucking that whole thing <laughs> back in the day. Fuck Tipper but Gore. But this movie was the beginning of his softening to America. Oh yeah, for like sure. This started, and yeah, next thing right. you know, he was doing Daddy Daycare and I mean, whatever the Wait, fuck. How long? Doing. How long
0: after uh, the Predator was this? Because this was it... shortly after the
2: Predator. Because even Predator uh, has really it was even Predator that was, Chili what was the Peppers today or... and fucking. Yeah, good, oh, god damn, you know, what a good song. But
0: it was, but that was kind of the...
2: Yeah, but he was talking about fucking hoes and dropping shit. But it was fucking, still
0: his exposure to kind of middle America. And for sure, you know, for sure. Today was and a good then, day.
2: And then... Had a good look. No, and know. it was an
0: aggressive, it was yeah, exactly, an aggressive right. beat. Although it that was a crazy aggressive album. Oh, dude. But dated himself with that album... I mean the whole 100%. album's about the riot. Dude, did you know, you know last
2: year, this year was a twentieth anniversary of America's Most Wanted? Jesus. And they did a re-release, a remaster, and he put yeah. out a few new songs. But right. I'm like, God. Yeah. Damn. I remember when I tried to
1: buy that at Sam Goody at the mall, and my dad was like, no, no. Because it had the parental advisory on it. It had the parental it. advisory thing on it. Exactly. Sure. Sure. God so damn. did the fucking Cheech and Chong albums that he had <laughs> that he played for me. But no, I can't have Rap music, <laughs> the sad well, run, dude. and by the way, after this podcast, we're going to listen to uh, Cheech and Chong on vinyl. That's how you see it. Which I've listened to Cheech and Chong on vinyl, and I remember you saying something in a couple episodes ago that it's a crime that people haven't experienced that. Oh man,
2: yeah, we talked about that a couple. Yeah, of episodes that's ago. right. I, had, I don't like, remember any about of that vinyl. No, I remember us talking about like Cheech and Chong and how like. It used to be that people put out albums, and I think mm-hmm. the last you guys album about Sandler stuff too. The la- yeah, we were talking about Sandler sure. and Dice were like the last like sure. albums put out by virtue of skits.
0: Yep. That would have been one of those weird outlier episodes where I was completely shithouse.
3: <laughs>
1: no, I well, think well, Dice, like Dice, clays were they were stand-up bits, and then he had sketches in between with you know hickory dickory dickory Right, right, right. My balls full out of my jock. It's funny to listen to. I mean, I listen to
0: a lot of podcasts like Rogan and Marin and these guys that are living that that world to hear them talk about dice and how that rock how star persona that he brought to the guy sold
2: out Madison you know, Square Exactly, Grande.
0: like not even necessarily a super talented comedian, but right. a, but um, he it, it was like he was like the pop song version of stand up comedy because we re- all remember the lines. hmm. It was essentially a chorus, you know. What's in the bowl, bitch? Yeah, you know, and you sure. were just like, ah, you're in school, so cool. you're in fifth grade. He was fucking the cause of you know? comedy. He was. Like,
2: like he, it was a time and a place. It fit. It made sense. It was a formula that he nailed. Right. And he fucking nailed it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, but, down, he, but he fucking nailed it. Nailed it. But yeah. the
1: funny thing is, is that it, I always think of... You know, celebrities creating these personas and stuff, but that actually is
2: him. Like that's ah, like, to an extent, it's a to an blown extent yeah. of him.
0: And, and but, people yeah. like Joey Diaz will even talk about that. that. That that kind of is Dice. I mean, he's an asshole, but you know, not that big of an asshole. Yeah,
1: but then you know? well, well, I mean, I mean you're he, Dice Clay for how amazing he was, as soon as you put out, like. It, you put them in a movie or a TV show and either they float or they don't, and you put them in fucking Ford Fairlane and then all of a sudden... Right. Yeah, oh, yeah yeah. Down yeah, yeah. By
2: the way, I don't want to hear Fresh any lane. fucking dissension about Ford Fairlane. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: a it's a classic. It's a classic. It's a classic. It's even better than the guys with their swords running down the street. <laughs> the samurai swords. <laughs> the
2: samurai swords. The swords. No, sword. The swords.
1: It is almost
0: as good as... Earth Girls Are Easy. Oh I mean, God, I love that or shit, too. Any other. Yeah,
2: but it's like Amazon Women on the Moon, Earth Girls Are Easy, mm. like fucking you know. I mean, there's there's those kitschies so bad it's good. That was kind of what. What that was, that was, was the Vanilla Ice vehicle? Uh, cool, cool as ice. ice. No, that was a movie that wasn't as so bad. It was good. It, right. Like it was,
1: just, bad. It was, it was just, just pure. I need pure to bad. watch.
2: That. I need to try and watch that. Like I can Next even, week on the I Wiki can't read. even <laughs> shit
1: while I'm watching that. You can't. You're immediately <laughs> constipated. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what <laughs> it did, if I was like in mid shit? Someone showed me that. I just be like. Oh my god. I was I'm in the middle of a shit. I was eating corn and washing it down with Metamucil, and I still couldn't shit. Yep. Plum. Fruit <laughs> juice. You I
2: didn't, didn't care. Go. What if you? What if you were? To, what if you were half mid blown a load? Coolest ice yeah. comes on. It come,
1: It sucks, it back, sucks in. back in. you <laughs> 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 I knew it. Oh my god. It's right. a cum wormhole.
0: It really is. It really is. Yep. Yeah,
1: he's but no lies. Uh There was joy. the uh,
0: Brian Bosworth vehicle. <gasps>
1: Ooh. Oh, I kind of uh, like that one.
0: What was that one? That one he was, was like, like the cop that became yeah, a biker type of thing. Yeah, or he's whatever. actually done a lot and of B movies. He was off the. He was off the juice at that point. So
1: he had like weird sagging boobs. They, yeah. yeah, his triceps were kind of like titties, You stuff you know? you, you got to just keep going with it. <laughs> right. fly. Sly's been on steroids for 30 years. Sure.
2: He doesn't stop. That's why he's pickled. Dude, they, they fell out of his suitcase at an airport. Of course they did, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. All of his HGH. He was like,
2: yeah. Hey, 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 yeah, And fucking yeah. it fell out of his fucking... Hey, stop doing steroids for a week. I'm 98 years old
1: now.
2: <laughs> I drop a bag of Coke at the ranch and my fucking butthole quivers. Imagine dropping a bag of steroids. In in an LA airport, X.
0: Yeah. yeah it was that was HGH too, right? Like I think that's what they got. Either it for
2: it HGH, yeah, yeah, whatever. I mean, at that yeah. point, you're, you're fucking bringing in fucking horse, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, which it, they it, test
0: for HDH with like a tape measure. They just yeah, wrap it around, sure. your, they just wrap yeah, it around your, your skull. <laughs> your <neck.
1: laughs> See how Cat oh. Williams you
0: are, motherfucker. What? <laughs> <laughs> Even Rogan admits now that his head is going
2: planetoid. <laughs> <laughs> totally, dude. <laughs> dude, it just, why does that have, that is the yeah. strangest thing. Because your your brain, yeah, I'm your, kind of. I mean, it's yeah. your skull is obvi- obviously has a lot of fissures and cracks and yeah, all that stuff. It's designed so, to expand. So what is making your head bigger?
1: It's fluid. Got, it, 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 I don't get, know. Human growth hormone. It's makes connected everything, tissue. Gro- it's, it also makes it's, your skull grow. There's connected
0: tissue between um, the sections of your skull. So the fissures there's,
1: between the
2: it, plates yeah, so in your head the get connected bigger. connected
0: tissue grows. But
2: so you, can I boink you in the head and you go? Bleh. Wow, like, I wonder if
0: some it, at some point do you get a soft spot again, oh like a font
1: nail.
2: <laughs> Watch the little font nail. Hi.
1: Yeah. I'm a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: I'm gonna go buy an H C A shoe like at a bar, and in the middle of the conversation, I'm gonna poke him in the back of his head <laughs> while he's Fucking ordering something. Like right? Can, can I get a, yeah. Speaking French? Yeah. <laughs> Could I get a fish and chips? Would you like some ketchup? I would definitely gag you, bruh. <laughs> I'd be like, that's the raddest shit I've ever seen. Do it again. <laughs> so what the fuck? Was Major League Baseball
1: doing? All these tests and all these hearings and all they needed was that like grandpa's old 80 pound Stanley tape measure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well,
0: well just realized well, that like, wow, the average head size in this league is uh, 47. So I mean, that's what like, they said. Wow, Mark
1: McGuire Mark uh, can fucking power it yeah. 450. Last year, he could only Bench yeah. 175. She he was is. a skinny little guy. Kid,
2: man, he, he was, was 44.
0: When he 40 was, club. what was the it, eight. the Bash Brothers? Yeah, and it was it was
2: the, yeah. yeah, it was Kinsenka and Kinsenka. But when
1: you stealing bases and shit. But dude. You,
2: when you remember baseball at that time, they were coming off the fucking, they were coming off the scabs, they were yep. coming off the strike, mm-hmm. and you had Sosa, you had Bonds, you had, and baseball was not getting in the way of what was happening. They saw all these home runs happening. They oh were yeah, like, no, yeah, it was a they were like, we're testing, we're testing. Yeah. We're testing. And by the way, Martin
0: yeah. McGuire could still steal bases when he got big. It's just he took his fucking time. Well, he didn't I need mean, to. <laughs> he just, when just he had to go to... through the second baseman yeah. instead he just of slide. The... When you hit he the ball slowly walked feet, to him.
1: it doesn't matter how fast you run. Yeah, he probably
0: wasn't doinking a lot of singles. It's the was... same
1: thing. It's, it's like, girls, I take a pill. It's called the Cat Williams pill. It's, you know, I'm not natural, but check this shit out. And then are they going to be like, uh... <laughs> Oddly enough, you that know,
3: pill is no, great-flavored it's, it's, great <laughs> it's a great
1: flavored pill. <laughs> are they, they going to reject you at that point? No, nope. they're not. <laughs> it's a hypnotizing effect. You end up uh, oh, doing weird things. You get so high and eat we all your baby cereal. It's exactly that right. That was like the way... I mean, for, yeah, we talked about how pimpy he was, but he also talked about being a parent.
0: Yeah. yeah, no, he did. Like I mean, look
1: again. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why we keep fucking <laughs> I mean, circling around to Cat Williams, but we do.
0: And because he's a powerful character. Reiterate it. That guy is a talented comedian. Dude, I, the, I'm like okay I, I said, Cat
2: those yeah. first few were, were seminal. I mean, honestly, for that. And again, this is he's one of those comedians that were so super ghetto and ratchet. White people love Cat Williams. Absolutely. You can go to the middle of a desert in Palmdale to a trailer park and they would throw on some capital. It's some like if it, that for sure. that for whatever reason and, and and in much the same way Larry the cable guy never really crossed those borders in the other side. You know what I mean? You've got Jeff Foxworthy, yeah, Larry, I mean you don't, you don't know, think uh, They don't you go to fucking go to fucking Alabama in the heart of Mobile to a ghetto and I guarantee you the brothers ain't watching Jeff Foxworthy. Right. Do you know what I for, sure, so for whatever sure. reason kind for of, whatever reason that ghetto ass shit and maybe it had something to do with I don't want to see with how like a relatable based on the real of it. Like it, I if think it's, it's nothing relatable about redneck humor. <laughs> it's right. funny
1: when people that don't look like you are talking about how rough they had it and how poor. But when you hear, well, white people don't like to hear about other white people's struggle for some reason,
2: right? Don't no, white people love Jeff Foxworthy. White
1: uh, people, not all white people.
0: Well, but let's be honest, yeah, though. But enough, Jeff Foxworthy, but mostly white
1: people,
0: as much of a punchline as he has become, was actually kind of funny. No, but he back was a in talented comedian no, when he first so, started. Quite, yeah. so, so maybe like Larry the Cable Guy, who is. Not a talented comedian,
1: Or right. Not even the persona. That, that he is. like exactly.
0: Talk, well, you but you got Larry guys military, an, like, an invented Hi. thing. You know, we've yeah. like, got like,
2: Ron yeah. w- Ron White, who's southern comedian that's sure. fucking funny Hilarious. as shit. Ron White transcends
1: race, though, too. He does. But there's wrong
2: not. Wrong. A, there's me, like there's no like. That's no. A your point's taken. I don't yeah, think there's a lot of saying, cross that we're going
0: in that direction. I really can always find an
2: anomaly, but for whatever reason, there's a relatability to be down in the dumps.
3: Oh, yeah. We all love
2: being sure. in the shitter and to watch some guy in the shitter. But yes. the anomaly you know you're
3: talking
2: <laughs> about, is not literally watch somebody taking a shit. <laughs> Sorry.
1: The anomaly you're talking about, is similar with music, it's like you got tons of every white kid in the suburbs listen to hip hop, but not everybody, every black kid in the hood listen to country.
2: Right. It's or the same thing or with music.
1: anthrax. Or something
2: is yeah. just. Well, there's sure. more white kids listening to anthrax than listening to country because at yep. least there's some sort of realness going on. Mm -hmm. And I think real can smell out real like you're never going to get a black kid listening to pop country. Will they listen to Waylon Jennings or Johnny Cash? I don't know. You got a black guy a singing pop country there, though. I man. think that I Rudy. think you're wrong there. <laughs> yeah. I think there's yeah. something for everybody, dude. There's some No I'm saying on mass. I, I'm, not road road talking road about the, I'm not talking about the exception. I'm talking about the rule. Well, well not, like no right, these right, right. Here, the here's the rule is that pop music fucking sells more <laughs> than anything
1: else out there right now. Yep. And hip hop sells on anything. No, wait, pop music fucking outsells out sells That's hip-hop. because pop music is integrated most of It's integrated to hip hop. Yeah. Right. Okay. Both of those it's are powerful. A lot of the a lot of the shit that we're talking about. What are we defining as pop time.
0: music? I mean, like Katy Perry type of. And that's the weird thing about yeah.
1: the pop music genre. As soon as something's popular, and ends up on the top forty, no matter what genre it was in. All of it's a sudden, it's just yeah, it's it blows
0: up. It yeah. just becomes yeah. zeitgeist, and yeah, and, yeah. And neither. so
1: it, you know, it doesn't matter where it is. I hate. I think pop music. It's trash. It's shallow. There's not any depth to it. But it's listened by a wide, the widest audience ever. You know, mm-hmm. this podcast. I love it. I love it. Love it to death. We get two followers a year, you know. Like there's Scientology that you have to be fucking brainwashed. Dude. Holy
2: like, shit, we are going. Okay, we're going deep. Yeah. No, yeah, no, we're but I'm we're, just saying, yeah. do I'm we're getting up to reservation
1: sixty. We're going crazy, but like, you know what I'm saying? There's there's something for everyone. There, people like something. Can I just say
0: that I want to meet a a black guy that listens to Merle Haggard? Like, I do. Maybe more than As anything. Well. That's yeah. That I
1: mean, well, there's like the black let's cowboy. Know kind of genre. Well, there, there is, is I've here. seen black cowboys. Right, we travel oh. the country looking for the looking black guys. Guy. And not like some guy who grew up in the country. You know, I'll be out right. like fucking gangster guy. Yep. but I fucking love Merle You asked
2: a question about Merle Haggard. I will guarantee you, and this is only because I know, there are producers out there in the hip hop community, DJ Premier there are guys out there doing work yeah. that listen to Mor Haggard, that listen to Johnny Cash, that listen to Waylon Jennings, because they understand the musical competency mm-hmm. of what that's those mu- that sure. music is, so they can take a really beautiful riff or a really beautiful yeah. fucking baseline. What was the HBO documentary
0: they just did about um, about Dre and those guys? Uh, I and mean, when one of the, the, the like I was blown away a little bit, which is shows my sort of uh, racial. Not insensitivity, but maybe myopia. Ignorance. Oh, you know what I mean—being right. a little like you know, uh, short-sighted or, or nearsighted, I should say, right. about like uh, what hip-hop culture encompasses. And to watch Dr. Dre uh, listening to Nirvana
2: sure.
0: and being fucking. Into it and understanding it. Wow, like these guys you know, perfected Launches. this craft I and mean, craft. You know what I mean? And it's like I, that. You know,
2: that's but my that's myopia. Like Feral, show knows no No, 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 no. it's a very no. And I'm glad you like said that because honestly, like, there. I, since I was involved in music and watching guys watching guys be producers. Like, there are early, like, articles written in the source, back in the early days of the source, of going to, like, Pharaoh Mancha's house and organized confusion, which, I mean, yeah. you may or may not know who that guy is, but he's a really well-respected MC in hip-hop and has been for years and years, and going to his house for the first time, and there's a pack of marble Lights, an inhaler, <laughs> and Black Sabbath Masters Reality Whoa. on his fucking table. Wow. And that's what he did with there, his time? That's what he did with this time smoke cigarettes and listen to Black Sabbath okay. and listen to Ozzy because he was being inspired whether or not you think it and it's the same thing goes in reverse it's the same reason Anthrax was listening to Public Enemy and loved them so much they had to do fucking Bring the Noise that was Public Enemy's song that wasn't Anthrax song. no for sure I mean, they were so inspired by it and see but I've always that, had that weird thing in my head about Anthrax
0: listening to Public Enemy because Public Enemy was this like weird outlier they in, were total in
2: outliers in hip hop because Terminator
0: X production was such a rock show big production 100%. public indie put on rock first, shows
2: first hype man
0: you know yeah right right i mean they broke so so you know i always had this weird caveat on my brain i'm like well you know no, okay anthrax listen to it but moving. maybe you're right like and I, I know think a lot of guys
2: like i know guys like joey badass and fucking there are a lot oh, of yeah, guys yeah. that are that are relevant today in hip-hop i like joey badass. like very relevant today in hip-hop um That listen to heavy metal or listen to older metal or listen to like rock only because those those tempos, time signatures, riffs, melodies, which all hip hop guys are doing melodies, right? Yeah, right. It's not just spitting verses, percussive stick, and it's all staccato. Everything's melodic, and a lot of those melodies are blues melodies, and those melodies were. Stolen by the white man. I was making the metal. To say that yeah. That's what blues. that's and, what metal and, is. And, and, it's spelled
1: blues riffs. And, it is. And, and yeah. so <laughs> essentially
2: they're learning blues through white dudes like Zeppelin, who obviously stole shit. Yeah. Or Black well, well, Sabbath. I rolling Sabbath. mean, that's maybe the, the Stones.
0: biggest example in metal. Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath, yeah.
2: And so they're in a weird way, the white man's propagating the black man's music to the black man. Right. In Everyone's reappropriating, and
0: about. reappropriating everyone else.
2: Right. So yeah. and so I don't think that they're, 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 that that, out, that segregation of people listening to music, you've got black kids skateboarding and listening to fucking punk music. You've mm-hmm. got white kids fucking, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, sure. Th- those, those genres and players when we grew up, I'm sure all of us grew up, the Man. heavy metal kids grew up and the metal fucking kids <laughs> and the gangsters hung out with the gangsters. Sure. Yep. And the fucking, those guys hung out with those guys. Boy, there's a mishmash. Oh, yeah, it's so sure. homogenized. The genres have all homogenized. Right. There's no more like one... Spe- I think, what would be a specific genre or a, or a group that, if you were in high school right now, that would be alienated from everybody else? Like goth? Metal mariachi. I okay. get yeah. <laughs> ma- Metalachi? Metal- Dude, metalachi. Dude, metalachi
1: would be president of the high school. I think they should. And that's... No, I think that's a beautiful thing is that, like I was saying earlier... The shit is just gonna start blending together, and we were talking about just pop music. Pop music is fucking ripping off hip hop, but hip hop is technically ripping off blues, so it's all it's all kind of a blend of itself, you know. Like people are, Ideally. you know, taking away from each. We're taking away from the black culture by watching Friday in a way, you know. we we're, we're, we're integrating it into our lives. We're talk we're having a podcast about it, a very white guy podcast, but we're talking about It's WC
2: Friday. WC Mad Circle. Yep.
1: So Just everything's saying. fucking everything else. Everyone's fucking sure. each other. And, sure. and that's, this is the whitest podcast I've ever Ever. Oh yes. Yeah, no, without yeah. Russian. No. It's so white that I'm pretty sure. Have Tom you Tom ever Sawyer convinced some vocal <laughs> kids and what was to it? paint and what? us as if it were fun. And what would his friend's name be? You scared me we're to death. We brought <laughs> <first laughs> it. What do you mean, Huck Finn's? Not Tom Sawyer. Huck Finn's best friend. Yeah, Huck Finn's is. Uh, James. <coughs> James. It's a black something. Man. James uh, or James something. What would it be? I don't know. Huh. Well, Nigerian James? No. Nigerian no. No. That wasn't it. That, no. wasn't it. that wasn't it. That wasn't it. <laughs> No, it's close. To Ninja? Time. Close. To Ninja example. James. <laughs> that, you know what? Yeah, cuz I do remember that he was covered in black and I yeah. it was clothing right. and not skin. Yeah. That
2: was his face, John, <laughs> cured shurikens. What the
1: fuck? That's just my whole life is a lie. Yeah, he was just wearing black. No, that was uh, You misread that. Yeah,
0: Tom, yeah. Mark Twain made me uncomfortable sometimes as brilliant yeah. as he was.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's the whole thing is what is culture and what is just straight fucked up should be removed from our culture. Nothing yeah. should be removed. <laughs> and that's yeah, what right. I'm saying. There is, like... Remember when, when you all. start When you start censoring shit and saying, this isn't good enough, this is weird, this is fucking... I don't listen to anthrax, but there's a place for anthrax. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. your fault. That's all that's, I'm saying. I I'm guess it's my fault.
2: It's no. mostly in the basement of some parents <laughs> that a 40-year-old white guy that is the manager of Foster's Freeze in Poughkeepsie. That's where you listen to Anthrax. Yeah. Deepest fouls I'm sorry, but if you
0: don't have Evil Nick Fesson on your iPod right now, your iPhone, I should get say, because iPods don't exist, get
3: out. Yeah. <laughs> it's on my Zoom. If you I don't have that your yeah. it's on your...
1: Yeah, my Zoom as well.
2: If you don't have that on your MP3 player, beat
1: it. Yes. Yeah. beat it. Scram. I got it, I got it on the mini disc. Yeah. You give me the second fucking verse of Anthrax, God yeah. Die, you, or whatever the fuck. <laughs> or you're out.
0: Oh, man. Thrash metal is a lost and forgotten art form. It was so good. It was so good. Metallica, Anthrax, Megadeth. Those were the days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, There's some see, pretenders yeah. out there, but uh, no one no one does it like those guys. Yeah, they there was don't. like
1: the aughts, the people that yeah, the oh, aughts yeah. that kind of just like dream theater. Well, fuck you. Yeah. Dream
2: theater was not an aught, dude. Dream theater is well, they they every what everybody and every band that's became aware, wishes think. they could play like. Yeah. They were the dorks of fucking metal. Yes. They were. They were because it was like super technical. Yeah, they like if the, broke broken, it down. It was super. Dude, th- prog, dog, dog, prog they, they were. They were Rush with more makeup.
1: You're right. Okay, apologies. Yeah. Dream that was just Theater, the newest was fucking thrash ish. Like,
0: so, but I'm that guy that like I've got every Dream Theater album. Yeah. I listen to those albums never. Yeah, of you, course you, you do what I, mean. I don't even. Never.
1: I, yeah. I can't I don't listen to Kill 'Em All anymore without like all of a sudden I'm pissed. Like I'll listen to sure. kill them all, and I'm walking through my house, and my wife's like, "Why do you look like you're about to like punch a hole in the wall?" I was like, "Cause I did just fucking punch a hole in the wall." Right. <laughs> fuck everything.
2: I'm going to the hardware store. You're story. like, I'm mad because I just listened to the Black album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. Yeah, so that could, album does Bobby, you could, could you like fall asleep to the sweet melodic sounds of fucking Anthrax or? Uh... Done it.
0: Okay, go on.
1: I'm just talking. I'm not talking about like fucking to it and then passing out. I'm talking about like, oh man, maybe I'll just turn in. Early tonight and put on some. They put on some anthrax? Kill or all. Load some up some people, Slayer? Some people do do that and they need psychiatric evaluation. <laughs> no, I thought it was like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh, okay. I'm like, going no, I I to that every you listen <laughs> to this for, <laughs> <laughs> you know, softly. Maybe
2: you're not going to blast it. I've, I Joke. fell asleep listening to Refused. There is actually. There like fans there like, that, like, that are hardcore that I've listened to to go to sleep, but. I think it, about three years ago there was a study
0: that came out and they were actually. Studying the effects of certain musical genres on mood, mm. um, elevation of mood, sure. depression of mood, sleep patterns—all oh, yeah. those different things—and easy listening type of music makes people way more fucking aggro than heavy metal does. Heavy metal actually has a calming effect throughout this research, and this might be the you know the most bogus fucking study ever done. Yeah, and uh, I didn't read it, nor did I read through their citations and try to determine if this was good. But, I mean, it reaffirmed, uh, what's it called? Confirmation bias.
1: Confirmation bias.
0: Um, it, it Yeah, it just jammed me right in my confirmation bias. So I <laughs> just rammed me well, right I, in my confirmation can tell bias. You, well,
1: I think smooth jazz fucking makes me Oh, no, I want to, yeah. Because, because I always flash back bit, to, like, yeah. a terrible Easter brunch at a Red Lion <laughs> where my grandmother was being overtly racist to Rico, the fucking busboy, and I just felt super uncomfortable, so I flash back to that and the soundtrack in the background is Horrible
2: Smooth (laughs) Jack Aunt Aunt Janice is trying to throw (laughs) Aunt Janice is trying to throw a little hitchhiker thumb in your bummy (laughs) as you're walking by different experiences same result just saying yeah
0: oh man that reminds me of a a previous podcast we had like probably two months ago when we were talking about our, our our mutual friend, Brittany, and how she got
2: called a mud person.
1: Oh, yeah. Jesus oh, Christ. When I heard that, I was like, I want to go to El I mean,
2: so, <laughs> go in and talk. hug
1: Brittany. I Number
2: one, I didn't mention the restaurant nor the server's name, so thank you for that. <laughs> um,
1: Connect the dots. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> knew. I, oh, God.
2: I, sure. I did have a conversation with that young lady afterwards, God. and she was like, so Bobby said, I, like, you talked about me on the podcast. So I was like, Yo, that's the weirdest connect hookup thing I've ever heard before. Right. I'm going to have to make up something good. And then I realized, like, oh, my God, I told the story. Right. And I told her I told the story, and she she just fell out laughing. Yeah,
0: she busted up laughing because when I told it her about the whole thing.
2: it is honestly, like, in a microcosm, one of the best racist stories you will ever hear. Oh, it's it the absurdly being, weird. Without being, like, I got in a fight because somebody called me right. XYZ. Like, it, like it. like that was literally, like,
1: <gasps> yeah.
2: I, can I say that story to other people? Like it was right. so wonderful. Um, There's that
0: Dave Chappelle bit that he did where it's like you can't even get mad because you're like, God
2: damn, that was
1: racist. So <laughs> so- <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, like, but they you just literally like, have no idea what they said <clears throat> because they said it so nonchalantly. Yeah,
0: but you know, yeah, and that was Brittany was. Or, I'm sorry, this girl, this this beautiful mud person that we all know. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Beautiful. cheers to her. She's a cheers lovely... She is her. such a good friend, and cheers. we love her to death. And, and she's a
1: wonderful server, too. She's wonderful a server. You're welcome. Server served. Oh, you no, yeah. You're welcome, oh my, yeah. oh, my God. That's bad luck, isn't it? it I is just cheers luck. with no whiskey. I'm probably going to die on the way home, uh, even though I live around the corner.
0: You do live around the corner. Oh, then you're yeah. definitely
1: not. Oh, yeah, because what do they say? All the... Like all of drunk driving accidents or pullovers happen within...
0: Oh, yeah, within three blocks of your 50 house or feet something.
1: feet of your house. Ah, it
0: seems like one of those weirdly made-up Do you up know how many times I've been pulled statistics? over yeah.
1: in front of my house here? Three different times. Are you serious? Yeah, like they turn on the lights as I'm pulling into the like the parking lot of my uh-huh. condos, and I'm like, what the... And I give, them the, I give them my idea, and they go, so you live like right here? I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah. What did you see? He's like, because uh, in Durango they just pull over anyone for anything. Sure. Because the chances are
2: they're gonna get a dude after one. After one pump. o'clock in the morning, it's eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Yep. Definitely. Who's got has got the bad acts. luck tonight? Mm-hmm. Because that's all it comes down to. It really is. And it's okay if you've only had, it's only okay if you've only had one drink. You're still gonna blow hot. Yep. Yep. So I don't they know. don't give a shit.
1: You're going to blow hot, but then you're, after your uh, standard 15 minutes is up, once you're actually at detox, and they do it again, and you're not drunk, they probably still find a way to fuck you because it's during out. I would <laughs> guess, right? God, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. do. So. so you go, what is it, the
0: .05, and you drop to your .02 or whatever? Yeah. they gotta go
1: back to, you got to go back to Chappelle. Sprinkle some crack on the. Yeah, zero, exactly. Is it <laughs> exactly. now? Yeah. Is that what it is? That's ability-impaired. Right. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. Reckless. Wet, wet and reckless. Wet Thank reckless. you. Thank wet you. and reckless, which By the also way. another one of my favorite films. That's the name <laughs> Different of your sex kind of film. That
2: was your sequel to How the Sausage. I how the Sausage. Ice <laughs> wasn't in that movie, but a dude that looked a lot like him was. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what are you saying,
1: Hans? It, it, wet and reckless. It was, you know. They, the guy had some acting range. That's all. I thought about, you were just saying uh, that certain people all look alike.
0: Before we have to wrap this up, can we talk about Nia Peoples just for a second? Nia Long. Yes. Or Nia Long, Nia Long, that's her
1: name. Nia, Nia Peoples. Peoples. Nia Peoples? Nia Peoples is she was Nia, Nia like Long from and Kane. Mario Van Peoples' daughter. <laughs> that's <laughs> their, right. Their bastard daughter, which I know is a new thing. Wow. Bastard daughter. Bastard There's a name daughter. for a punk band. Ouch. Yeah, bastard daughter. daughter. Yeah. I think that's a blue glass... Bluegrass. Rage bands. One they're... of the 16
2: bluegrass bands populated by kitchen guys at steamer. I think at the Abbey. I think Bastard Daughter's playing fucking Eno next Saturday, and we're checking them out. Oh, I thought Nia Peoples was opening up for Diggable Planets.
1: Bastard Daughter's playing Eno,
2: and every girl sh- has Betty, mouth. Betty
1: Page bangs. Yep.
2: who to thunk? Oh my God, if they, <laughs> if they have full sleeve tattoos, I'm fucking getting everyone yes. pregnant in the whole building. Dude, that dude oh. plays the electric
1: mandolin like fucking nobody. God, business. that's so great. I love bands that are all, the lead singers are all Girls that are wearing pants and a skirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Not that I've been to Eno. Yeah. And seen her. the band. It's a transgender bluegrass
2: rage. <laughs> <Transgender>
3: bluegrass. <laughs>
2: Techno rage. Would what the be the, called the grass ain't greener? That's <laughs> <laughs> Right. You know what I mean? Just sure. angry, fucking, sure. anarchic, fucking.
1: Yeah. I love it, dude.
2: Punk bluegrass. I like that. It's like morphine where the mandolin only has two strings. Like, they don't give a fuck. Right. They don't give a fuck. It's like a recorder and a shitty. A record.
1: recorder, That thing everybody <laughs> learns to play in fourth grade and then immediately. Nobody's
2: stops. ever learned. To Nobody's
1: No, recorder. it's true.
0: You okay, just, first of all, fuck you. I was hell on wills. <laughs> I was a fucking recorder. I
1: was fucking <laughs> hell on wills <your> <laughs> that shit. Dude, you got the blue ribbon oh, best recorder of fourth grade. Just, they don't just hand those things out like they do. I things. learned Freebird, including like the live recording oh, wow. solo yeah. on the recorder. <laughs> The 17-minute yeah, long yeah, solo. You the control on the <laughs> recorder. On the recorder. <laughs> yeah, controller. Yeah. I do it on the Irish tin flute that my parents bought me uh, at a fucking Celtic store because they didn't know what to get me. It was either that or like a piece of the Blarney Stone. Or a bottle,
2: bottle oh. of Jameson that yeah. was in. Or really, a lifetime yeah, right? of regret. Whatever it is
1: that Irish people give
2: each other. No, that's it. Right. <laughs> DJ Pooh. DJ Pooh. DJ, DJ Pooh. Poo. Poo. Yep.
1: Yep. Yep. The credits are rolling. We've got to say... Love you to kneel long. Thank you, Ice Cube. Thank you, fucking Chris Tucker. Thank Thank, you.
2: Thank you, Hoochie Girls. Oh, man.
1: Hoochie Girls. Thank you, girls, wearing the, you know, four inch uh, titty. Titty shirts, whatever they're called. I, I'd like to. She looked like sexy Pugsley from fucking. <laughs>
3: <Sexy> <laughs>
1: she looked like sexy Pugsley. It was those stripes, but they stopped she at the did. very bottom of her tits.
2: Yeah. Sexy yeah, Pugsley. Pugsley
1: with a little under
2: boob. Yeah, it's like two words that don't belong together
0: for sure. I've used the word fugly before, but yeah. Yeah. Do you think I'm right or wrong that this is the very least we've ever talked about a film? during the... No, the uh, I
1: don't know. I've listened to quite a few of them and there is very little talking about them. No, movie. this is the yeah. least. This is very
2: Usually, e- midway, I'll go, so Bobby, where are we at in the morning? No, party? that's true. <laughs> and there is none of We
0: that. never circled around. There were no callbacks. We just eschewed this movie whatsoever. Yeah, you yeah. could
2: have just assumed we watched... Fucking... <laughs> I
3: yeah, don't we don't really, really have to, to
2: watch. We could have just watched Manchurian
1: Candy. Yeah, we, we were watching met. No, we were watching Downton Abbey this whole time. Yeah. We <laughs> <absolutely>. <laughs> Eating caviar.
0: I'm trying to get caught up on Stranger Things, man. Like, uh, uh, yeah. Is yeah. that
1: shit?
2: Second season's not. It's right. this month. It's imminent. Oh, it's like shit. The 30th, I like, right next week. 30 I'm not behind. I'm about to. It's like right before Halloween or something. Yeah. Well, I'm waiting wait, wait for an over-the-hand hand jerk-off session in a ranch bathroom. Yeah. Overhand?
1: <laughs> overhand? No, to... over the pants. You know, overhand. Hand. Oh, French style? Yeah. No, they
2: call that French. Cigarette? It is. Hand job. Yeah. Cigarette? Hand job. <laughs> They're <an> amazing people.
1: <laughs> they are. Thank you, Hans. Shall we wrap it? Thank you, Friday and the producers and whoever wrote that.
0: Huge thank you. To Mr. To Sean Moe, Sean Moriarty. I apologize for One ruining more time. this
1: podcast. I don't know. <laughs> no One more time, uh, tell, you know. I'm Sean Moriarty. If you want to listen to me more often, which I doubt you will, you can listen to Nerdonomies <laughs> Nerds on Film. Where generally I say just the most horrible things. You do. I've, I've heard, heard it. it. You've heard it? Yeah. I've heard it. I just wait until the opportune time to be like, oh, this will hurt everyone's feelings. Yeah, exactly. And then I, I do that. Boys, Gentlemen. cheers. We need one more cheers. Cheers. One more cheers. Cheers, Ooh. fuckers. Empty glass cheers. Whiskey That's real. Empty. Oh, no, empty. 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 empty too. Oh, yours is empty. You Mine's empty. It? Mm, now it is. Hey, like uh, Ice Cube would say, it, today was a good day. Today My was a good day. Right. Unfortunately, we all use our AKs.
3: You got knocked the fuck out! (laughs) (laughs)